Is uh, is anybody else on? Do we know if, if Billy's joining or? No, no idea. He does. He does this every week. I text the group. I don't understand what's so difficult about just texting back and being like, "Yeah, Tuesday works. Monday or Wednesday works. Monday, whatever it is." Yeah, I mean, I've 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 not been the best about it as of late, but um, well, I mean, I get it to an extent. But it's like we're trying to schedule something with four people, five people. Yeah. I just started watching this David Beckham series. Oh, is that pretty good? Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I grew up uh, playing soccer and being a soccer fa- fan to like a later age, I guess. I think I quit whenever I yeah. was 16. So it was high school even. Oh, man, that was competitive play. Um but so I was a fan and like you forget the story, like you forget how famous David Beckham was, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like and he every, was Michael every... Jordan level famous. Oh yeah. And every every girl and or woman in America was obsessed with him. Yeah, exactly. Was, I mean dude, he was so he, was just... he is so hot. Dude, he is. He's a fucking dreamboat, dude. Oh my gosh. He uh, is. So that's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I think it came out recently, like last week or two. I want to say I don't, I'm not the biggest soccer guy, but I I don't hate it. I I love FIFA, so I mean, I guess well, that kind of makes me a soccer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know names at least some of them. Yeah. But, like, you, David Beckham, like, obviously, you know, and, like, you remember all that stuff. It's just now you get to, like, see inside of it. Plus, there's hot chicks. And, uh, yeah. David Beckham, turns out he fucking banged a lot of girls. Did he really? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't get, I mean, outside of what, like, Tim Tebow? Um, what do you... Is Tim Tebow still think? a virgin? Uh, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, he told me he wasn't, but okay. I've got my suspicion. I mean, because wasn't he? Wasn't that like a huge? That was a huge thing. Whenever he was in Florida, they were like, "Yep, yeah. still a virgin." And like his whole thing was like, "Oh, I'm gonna wait till I'm married." And he's still not married, right? No, he is. All right. Oh, I, he is married. Yeah, okay. no, I'm. I, yeah. He, he married like Miss. Uh, she was some like in, insanely gorgeous, like she was, like a Brazilian model or something, like Sa- Miss South America or something. I don't know. She's yeah. He's that's kind of doing racist. all right. I feel <laughs> sorry. That's kind of racist to call it that, but yeah. He's he's doing all right, and uh, I, I can't speak for. He definitely fucks that. Okay. No, that's good to know. I wonder how that was for her. I wonder how that whole thing went down, honestly. Um, She obviously has to be a huge Christian. In South America, like all of those girls are huge Mm -hmm. Christians, anyways. So, do you think he made the first move? Oh, dude. I don't even know if he has a move as much as it's just like, hi, my name is Tim Tebow. And then girls just fucking soak themselves. So, the first time that. But let's let's assume that he he did hold himself off till marriage. What was what what is Tebow's go to like? How does he? I mean, I don't know. I just I can't even it can't even wrap my head around it. 
it's just it's Tim Tebow. He's too he's a holy man, you know. He is a holy man. And he's a holy man. That's a fact. Uh Abeg, I on that little part back there that I just did, the soaked your socks thing. Um, there's a documentary on HBO, a mockumentary, if you will, um, called Seven Days in Hell. And oh in- yeah. There is a character, it's pretty close, pretty, it's in the beginning. Um, he says, and the lady soaked their socks. And it's, uh, what is the guy's name? Do you know who I'm talking about, Griff? Um, this is the Andy you know Samberg. Who, huh? the Andy Samberg and, uh, and John Snow. What's that? Uh, Kit yeah, Harrington. Uh, Kit Harrington. But, but it's not him. It's, uh, it's, and whenever, even whenever I say this guy's name here, whenever I find it in a second, um, you're going to be like, I don't really know who that is. Then I'm going to read off who he is and you'll know. Uh, what did I, what was, was, I was it Will, Will Arnett? No, uh, no, 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 no. I know Arnett. It wasn't Arnett. Maybe. Seth days and all right. I think it's that thing's hilarious, but it's been a few years. Uh, Will Forte, yeah, Will Forte, Forte, that's what I meant, yeah, yes, Not, Will yeah. Forte. Ar- Arnett's the guy from Arrested Development, Forte, Fort, yeah, he was on SNL for a while, yeah, he he's in a, he's been in a shit, yeah, he's uh, uh, McGruber, right, yeah, in yeah, SNL, yeah, he's got a ton, a ton of great characters. Will Forte's a funny yeah. guy. Uh, my sister had to put down her dog today, which kind of sucks. Oh. Always tough. Like that. Yeah, he uh, he was a character of a dog too. So like he he will be very missed. There will never be another uh, Barley um, Bubba, if you will. Him. Um, that was literally his nickname before him became a thing. Before people started being like, "Oh, that's him." Um, he was already his name was already him, him sir. So yeah. Yeah, he died. Well, damn, bro. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it is. It is never fun, but you know, we all die someday. Each each day, you wake up one one step close to death. How's your dog doing? He's a little fucking asshole. I hope he goddamn dies. Um, He is a real fucking piece of shit. Sometimes, no, I'm kidding. He's fine. He's a good boy. Sometimes he's he's he he's mostly a good dog. He just wants to play all the goddamn time. Yeah. And I'm just like, are dude, getting, like, I. Are you getting any life. like 2 a.m. wake up calls of just barking no. or whining? No, not at all. Not at all. No, he barely barks at all. Um, He has That's woke flat. me up a couple of times where he walked onto my pillow, curled around the top of my head and put wrapped his head around and put his cheek on my cheek and slept there. And I didn't have I couldn't I didn't have it in me to move him. So I sat there awake <laughs> at like 2 a.m. for like 20 or 30 minutes. And then finally I was like, all right, you got to get off. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, yeah, he, he it was a super sweet moment. He wrapped his head around around me and then just shit all over me. You know, it was just <laughs> that awful. would be wild. That would be wild. He's sitting <laughs> right now. I do wish yeah. he was a better cuddler sometimes. Like sometimes – I want him to just come lay up all up on me. Um, and sometimes he's reserved, you know, sometimes he doesn't want to come up and be all about it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's good though, that you you haven't had to deal with the, or maybe you did for like a little bit, but yeah, when you get a new puppy and just like sometimes the first like two weeks, 
all night. It's just whining and, and barking and just it's just hell, dude. I hate that yeah, no. that stage. But, no, yeah, it's I good that you not. Do that. Yeah, I I foregoed that process, which uh, was great. I don't know. Harlan's not even responding. I mean, he uh, hopefully he's okay, but at the same time, fuck him, you know. Yeah, I, uh, we can just riff. It was get a rolling. I don't get a, get it going. I I assume that Billy, considering he never even texted back, um, is not going to show up. So be it. That it is what it is. Um, we might get, we might get a surprise visit. Oh, know, really? A little bit in the, into the pod. I feel like Billy can kind of go rogue like that a little bit sometimes on the pod. Like he might like just pop up. Can make it. It's like, just tell us what day works, dude. The majority of us seem to be able to make most times. Um, I know that he travels a lot, obviously. So it, it's, yeah, it could be hard. But Harlan said, I'm behind your, I guess he's with his mom right now. Dude, can you tell him to fuck off for a second? <laughs> like, how old is he? Isn't he like 20? Isn't he 30 almost now? Almost, yeah. We're all 30, man. It's wild. Yeah. What a time. What a I time to be 30, alive. I turned 31 in December. Really? Yeah. You're old, old as fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, kidding. No, dude, it's true. It is funny whenever I turn 30, like I really didn't. I was like, oh, it's not going to be any different. Like, whatever. And it wasn't. But like of all the birthdays that are different, like when you turn 30, it is different. Like, because then you have to tell people when they ask you like, oh, how old are you? You have to say, hey, I'm 30. And not yeah. start with a 20 something. And so people mm-hmm. are like, oh, you're older. Yeah. And I'll I'll be 30 in April. Not looking forward to it, but no. Whatever. Fuck. Shit. Yeah, we I think 30s that's, that's gonna be the best decade yet. Come on. I doubt I'm, it. I'm dude. pumped. Say your thirties are your first years. Yeah. Well, I mean I was going to wait for Harlan to be on to, to bring this up, wait. but I was just the range this whole. Well, yeah, the, the, but what I'm, what I'm oh, I just took the about, wind right out of your sails. You were about the, to. I said it first, and guess what, Griff? Here's my response to whatever you're about to say. Are you listening? What I'm about to say, you're going to like what I'm about to say, but go Are ahead. Are you listening? Yeah, it's football season. It is, yeah. Go Rebs. I don't care what happens to baseball. Don't give a fuck. If the Ashers win, awesome. I'm going to go to the parade. I'm going to fucking keep doing this thing with you. But so be it. Y'all are hot right now. All I'm going to say is this game tomorrow is going to decide the entire series. Obviously, if the Rangers go go up 3-0, it's going to be – even if they suck for a couple of games after that, it's going to be nearly impossible for the Astros to win four straight. But what I will say, and here's what's scary. Here's what's scaring me. They put up a graphic yesterday and obviously I'm, I, I Richards and you and T Rose and, you know, anybody that's an Astros fan, 
y'all know the the friends for the Astros better than I do, but there was a graphic they put up yesterday during the game where they were talking about the Astros at home versus the Astros away that terrified me because they said the Astros at home are pretty much dog shit or they have been this entire season, but away they're like insanely good. And we've, you know, Rangers and Astros played what, like 20 times this year, roughly like y'all kicked our butts, whatever, like it's, it is what it is, but they were showing the run differential for the Astros at home was like negative 20 on the year. And yeah. the run differential when they were playing away was like plus 140. So for whatever reason, the well, Astros are awesome away, but they just struggle at home. And the most terrifying part about tomorrow is Scherzer starting. Yeah. And he hasn't pitched since I think it's maybe early September, late August. Like it's been a while. Yeah. I won't be surprised if the Astros light him up tomorrow. That's what I'm nervous about. So I'll just leave it at that. And it's it's a seven game series for a reason. I'm I'm happy they're up two oh, but it's gonna be if this goes less than six games, I'll be super shocked. I don't know, man. Every time I've ever said that exact statement, I've been shocked. So I think I don't know. The 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 real thing is the Rangers bullpen is not as deep as ours i would say oh yeah not, i would say that's y'all's biggest weakness so the longer it goes the worse y'all's odds are that's all i would say but we're down fucking 2-0 so what are you gonna fucking do like the the yeah i mean there's position it, to be though it, is up to uh yeah well i mean most dangerous been... thing it's the most dangerous lead for sure. And it's also, um, yeah, like you said, uh, the, the bullpen's been the Achilles heel all year. But knock on wood, our starting pitching so far in the playoffs has been great. So we just need all of our starters to go at least minimum five, preferably at least six innings. And then we only have to pitch, you know, one or two bullpen guys after that. But Scherzer, I'm sketched out about him tomorrow. I, I, I just, I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. I hope, they, I hope they're ready. I hope he's ready, but it's been, you're going up against an Astros lineup that's loaded. You got Jordan Alvarez dropping bombs with like 102 degree fever. He's, you know, that dude is terrifying. And uh, yeah, I think the Astros and Rangers overall are, are very evenly matched. Um, I think, I just, I, tomorrow, the, Phillies, the, the Phillies would be what, like, I mean, I feel like they just have something right now. Like, they had it last year, too, and, like, we almost didn't overcome that. They had, like, some sort of thing that was pushing mojo. them. Huh? Yeah. yeah, some sort of mojo. Like, there's just, like, yeah. an energy around them. Exactly, exactly. And, like, Bryce Harper, like – He's he's kind of a little bitch in my opinion. Um, he just kind of like he's he's definitely like if you met him in person, he's probably kind of a prick. Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But at the same, I mean, I think I might have a couple weeks back on on the last pod I was on. Man, they're, they're those fans are 
that there's something else. I mean, everybody knows how crazy Phillies fans are with the Eagles and Sixers and Flyers and you know, yeah. just every sport. I don't think we have any Philly natives, not natives, but like Philly fans in, in this group. But damn, dude, I mean, like, regardless if you like them or hate them, you, you've got to you can't deny that those fans are there's something else. I mean, like that game, their first game, I watched like an inning uh, against the uh, the Marlins in the wild card. You would have thought it was game seven of the World Series. I mean, dude, yeah. they were – it was loud as shit. There wasn't an empty seat in the house. Meanwhile, you got the 100-win Tampa Bay Rays that can't, can't even, even fill up 60% of the stadium. It's just yeah. – I don't know, man. Philly, Philly brings it. And it's weird. Like, why would they put the team in Tampa Bay? Why would you not put it in Miami? Oh, wait. They already have the – There, Miami has – Yeah. Mar- Marlins. Mm. But no, I mean, I, I get it. It's just, uh, I, just I, I don't, I, I feel even though yeah, the Rays are about to get a huge ballpark redevelopment, it's like almost $2 billion. Like that's, that's going to be huge. But at the same time, I don't even know if it's worth it. If nobody's showing up when they're this good and they've been this good for the last four or five seasons and nobody cares, it's like, why even spend the taxpayers money? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Like I just, Oh, don't even get That's me started crazy. on the taxpayers' money. All right, <laughs> don't even get me fucking started, Griff, because I will not yeah. start. start me up. Start me up. I'll never stop. And I won't stop. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. It is. It is. It's an all-time tune, dude. What are you talking about? Come on. Who's your favorite band? Uh. Top of my head, Al City probably. It's a good choice. It's a really good choice. You stole it right out from under. No, no favorite band. Um, I, I'm I'm a big classic rock guy. Um, I'd probably have to go. That's tough. Favorite band. Um, you think about it. I'll tell a story real quick. My dad in college, he went to UT uh, University of Texas, not Tennessee. Uh, whenever he was, that would have been the 19, like 82 or 81, maybe something like that. And, um, they had the first ever like history of rock and roll course. And he took it for four, like three or four years as an elective. And so he's just like a fucking nerd about that shit. And so I grew up with that. So yeah, same. I like, love it. It's, oh yeah, dude. like we've got our uh, what is it? It's I think it's ninety two point five here in Dallas on the radio. Yeah. Oh, it's all yeah. classic rock, nonstop. Like I just if I'm that might be a, a national one. Oh, I is think it? That's what it is for us too. Yeah, that that station's awesome. I, if I had to pick a favorite, I'd probably i I'd probably lean towards like maybe like a Leonard Skinnerd. Okay. Got you, some, you got a little racism, good. you? No, I mean, just like they, there's tons of classics. I'm looking up. I mean, Ed Nugent's got some bangers. I mean, there's there's Ed so Nugent. many, dude. I've heard Marshall Tucker Band. I mean, I mean, Stranglehold. God, that fucking riff. Stranglehold, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. I mean, there's there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I feel like a lot of those, like. uh 
you look at like like Super Tramp or something. Like they have like hits and stuff. And like, sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's someone actual favorite band, but I'm sure you have like Zeppelin or like Floyd or the Stones. Yeah, yeah. I just like, but that's, like, that, that's what's so awesome about classic rock, though, is it's just like it, there's a hundred different bands you can name that are all awesome. And if you hear any of those songs come on the radio, you're immediately like turning it up to ten or whatever. Like it's just classic rock's incredible. I think it's, and I mean, it's not like my necessarily my go-to, but it's it's up there. What's your go-to then, homie? I'm a dude. I'm a kind of a country music nerd. I knew I, it. I, I like country fucking music. knew it. It's just that is what it is. I mean, I'm I'm a big country music guy. You I'm, can't I'm change a big that. Stand up guy. Yeah, I dude. Country music. What? How was the show? It was good. Um, Mark Norman, everybody. He went to see Mark Norman. Did I went to go see the great Mark Norman? Um, check his special out. On Netflix, if you have any funny, uh, he was he was really good. It, but it was kind of like what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's like what we were talking about. Like he just, I mean, I've been to, I want to say I've I've been to as far as stand up shows go, I've maybe seen like seven or eight total. Um, and I, if any of those guys that I like, whether it's Theo Vaughn or Mark Normand or Jezelnik or Certainly, yeah. if Shane Gillis comes back, I'll I'll definitely go see um, Shane. But Griff, yeah, the Harlan Texan said start at seven thirty. What the hell? All right, I mean that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, yeah. Let's oh, let's hang up. Let's okay. commit. Let's commit. We can always come back. I think. You say let's hang up or let's stay on. This is the 2023 NWO Sip Boys Podcast. Brought to you by the Bruff Collective. I miss boys dude everything Fuck, really <laughs> starting from a ending with z i think we got pr- pretty much through it right i we couldn't come up with anything we, we had to get into numbers bro we ran out of letters yeah we got to like uh, what 45 yeah at least I do you know what comes after 45 harlan what comes after 45? 40, 49, 69? Dude, dude, come on. Grow up. Have some character about you, for crying out loud. Are you just going to walk around this entire time? What are you doing? 
Is this better for you? You're set up in a different spot today. Hey, is this better for you, bud? Yeah. I can't see him. Hey, Hayden, how's he look? Uh, He looks good. He looks like he got a haircut recently. Oh. He's shaved off the sides, kind of like one of those gay European people. You get a haircut in Mexico? How was, how was uh, Harvey's wedding? He's currently putting on a Rangers hat. Uh, it was pretty uh, good. I joined the cartel. So, what? Uh, nothing. You ran into the cartel? Just, you know. Mex- Carlin, do you stuff. fucking have beef with the Mexican cartel? Does he really have a Rangers hat on? Yes, Griff. God damn it. We're past that. No, I don't. We talked about this, H, whatever. All right. You can't I, really I, I, okay. talk about it. I, I no, I wear a Rangers hat all the time. I don't I'm not talking about anything. I wear I wore a hat when we were doing shitty. No, no get, get Harlan tomorrow when the Ash to wait. Do they play tomorrow? Not tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Um when they play tomorrow yeah. and we put up like ten home runs on you guys and shut in and throw a perfect game. <laughs> You're you're gonna be on the t-shirt. You know how Bryce Harper had uh whatever his name was on their little t-shirts in the locker room afterwards. It's gonna be you and your little Rangers hat popping your neck. Well, on I'm, our shirts. I'm well, I'm glad that it's uh tomorrow because I'm going to game four on Thursday. So as long as that happens tomorrow and not game four on Thursday, I'll I'll be just fine with that. You know what the fuck I mean. Who's, who's, no, no, no. I would love to hear. Hayden, Hayden, who's who's starting game three for the Strohs tomorrow? No idea. Don't care. Doesn't matter who's starting. He's going to pick a perfect game. It could be anybody, Griff. I could walk out there tomorrow and throw a perfect game. I just spoke it into existence. I don't think you understand how that works. Griffin, please stop pretending to be a Cowboys fan. We all know you're just a state fan. Yeah, dude, you're just a fucking state fan. We all know that. Can y'all believe that? I just I, I open Facebook. I'm listening to classic rock, and the vibes are great. And it just says you have memories with Nicholas Sleepak today on on this day seven years ago, and it's him just roasting me. And just like unbelievable, dude. Can't get rid of the plan, man. He's everywhere. Sucks. Sucks. So for the re- on the record, are you actually a Cowboys fan or are you actually a State's fan? Uh, Cowboys. No, no. Yes or no question. That you just gave me two choices. That's not a yes exactly. or no question. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm I'm not a state fan whatsoever. But the only so state you're not a Cowboys liked, fan. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of the Cowboys in terms of my my no. Dallas teams. In terms of my Dallas teams, they're my they're my least favorite of the four. It's it's all Mavs and Rangers. Stars are third. Cowboys are fourth. If that answers any questions, that's a lie. But okay, it's fine. No, it's that's fine. Not, I swear, it's fine. Moving on, it's fine. So, so how much? What would you give Hayden? Like, what would you, what would you give for Billy to get last place in this league? Oh, gosh, everything, <laughs> everything. I would, would give. You give everything. Would you give an Astros to lose to the Rangers? Would I give no? Oh so, yeah, yeah. The Astros lose to the Rangers for ability to get last league. Absolutely. Good. Yeah, the Astros are yeah. fun. 
A thousand times out of a thousand times, I will take that. Would you give CJ Stroud? Would I give up CJ Stroud? Yeah, for Billy to lose the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, if I knew that Billy was going to lose the league in perpetuity, uh, for every year that we don't have Stroud, he loses the league, I would absolutely take that deal. I just love that he is losing, and I love the fa- in the fashion that he is losing in is amazing. To start off, I was looking at. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say I was I was I was looking at the standings earlier. Yeah, that's what Billy's I was about to dead get last. To. Billy's in dead last. I'm somehow in first, luckiest first place team of all time. I still don't like my team, but Billy has like I want to say like 65 more points forward than me and he's in dead last (laughs) yeah i was about to say griff me and you are are tied for first place at five and one you have six and some six point whatever and some change like 6.23 uh more points than me and i have the third least amount of points in the league you have the fourth yeah and we're both five and one it's actually absurd It really yeah, is. I mean, absurd. It, it, it's absurd. It's, That's it, what I've been trying to say. I said, yeah, I've had, I've been absurd. It is absurd. So absurd. I mean, the, there's one team that has the least amount of points in the league, and you know and that, that might be, yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that might that might be me. <laughs> that is definitely you. That is definitely yeah, but you. But Harlan's only like sixty, like less than sixty points behind both of us. No, he's like a hundred. Oh no, no, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's like sixty points. But that's like, that's Dude, like your I can't two games. I, I can't catch a freaking ah uh, man. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm going to talk about everybody. Well, else we have to. Yeah, that's mine. what this whole podcast is. Uh, no, I'm. I yeah, mean, I'm. I'm, the... I'm going to, you know, do my best to knock it last. I just hope everybody has fun this year, man. Harlan is yeah. worried, guys. Harlan is fucking concerned i can see it in his eyes right now that is a man concerned yeah no <laughs> he hates it you hate fantasy football this year i dude yeah i hate it i just hate it man <laughs> yeah. I um, to today, the uh the shark boy costume i, I want to make sure that it fits and everything so he's going to have it here in the next few days to try it on and Hopefully you're gonna send send the group some selfies with it. So we'll we'll see how we'll get a little nice little sneak peek, see how it looks. That's good. I'm excited for that. Uh, you know, we're 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 closing in on two weeks away. So uh, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, yeah. We are. We're we're quickly approaching. Um it's almost halfway through the fantasy football season, guys. We're six games through, seven games is the halfway mark of the season. And to recap the whole standings, uh, it's me and Griff tied for first at five and one. Walt, Richards, Abeg tied for second at four and two. Uh, Leepak, Bryce, Joey tied for third at three and three. Uh, Parsons, T-Rose, JoJo, Tito and H at two and four, 
And then uh, rounding it out in last place is uh, Snooky's Cookie, Billy Rose at uh, one and five. I just want to say that again so that I got to say that Billy got last again, <laughs> which is always satisfying. Uh, let's go to the games this week. Let's start it off hot. Uh, me versus Billy. I don't know if y'all paid attention to this game at all. It was fucking electric the whole way through. Justin Fields gets hurt, dislocates his thumb. I'm thinking, holy shit, I'm fucked. And at that point, I was projecting more points than him. And then, like, no more than four minutes later, maybe less than that, McCaffrey goes down, goes into the tent. He never comes back out. Kind of helps level us out a little bit. Uh, And then I think Palmer had at least one touchdown, maybe two touchdowns that were called back last night. Um, and like four other catches that were one of two of them were at least pretty long, and then one of them again was a touchdown catch, uh, all called back. He would easily won if he if he had gotten even one of those catches. Well, yeah, but that, that's, that's the thing it. is he he didn't pity exactly, exactly, exactly. Which brings me to my next point: Billy's team is actually in last place right now, uh, at one in five. I'm not going to say that I am the fucking dark knight of this league, that every villain creates a hero, but uh, maybe a hero has risen. Maybe I have come here to fucking, you know, avenge the league. I'm out for vengeance, and I'm going to kill fucking Billy's team. And that's that's what I did this week, and that's what I hope to do for the remainder of this season. Bear Force One, baby. Bear Force Bear One. Bear Force One. Y'all well, like that name change? Yeah, that's a good name change for sure. That, that's real good. Well, I Billy that. doesn't have anything to worry about because uh, Tito and I are right there with him. If not, uh, he'll pass us soon. Uh, I think, you know, you mentioned that where the top six teams were. I think pretty much right now, being halfway through the season, the top five teams, so that's Griffin, UH, uh, Walt, Richards, and Abeg, I think those are pretty much 100% going to get into the playoffs. Uh, that sixth spot, mm. uh, that sixth spot's going to be up for grabs rest of the season. Um, so I, I think Lee Pack is going to end up being most likely a playoff team. Uh, if he can stay healthy, um, that's the thing. That's what it always comes down to. Who can stay healthy? And then there's going to be maybe one to two more like guys that are going to end up on the waiver wires that could pot or, or, or trades that could possibly swing this league. But uh, outside of that, I think most things are written in stone. I think Walt has an absolute wagon. Lee Pack has a good team when healthy, really good team when healthy. I still like Abeg's team a lot. They just seem to struggle sometimes. So if I was a betting man, I would say probably. Probably Waltz, Lee Pack, maybe Joey. I don't know. There, there's a few teams in there that uh, can put up numbies. I, I've got my quick little six power rankings here. Okay, I like it. I've got Walt. At, well, this is just current. This is no like predictions, you know, down playoffs yeah. or anything down the road. But I've got Walt one. I've actually got Lee Pack at two. Yeah, um, I don't I disagree with that Lee at all. Pack, pretty dirty i've got richards at three 
Abeg at four, myself at five, Hayden at six. Really? I don't even have that's, myself that's in the top, my top six. Thing. I don't even have myself in the top yeah. six. I don't even know if I have myself in the top ten. I don't – I mean, outside of – honestly, outside of Walt's team, I don't think anybody's <laughs> team is, like, incredible. Not not because they had poor drafts or whatever. Injuries have just been insane. I mean, everybody's yeah. so – and, up. I, I, and just a lot of guys that came out of nowhere, like a lot of a lot of like Nakua and like random people that just like popped up and are immediately relevant in fantasy football. You, you, you're going to be mad at me for saying this, but I said it before the season started that I thought this year was going to be weird as far as the draft goes. I feel I felt like the, this was one of those years where the draft didn't really matter. Oh, I I disagree. I feel like the draft mattered the most this year. Okay. I feel like the draft mattered the most because you got whoever ended up – I'm not saying draft on purpose, but whoever ended up with drafting like these, you know, kind of flyer starting running backs, like well, all of those guys paid such high dividends, and there's like two people in our league – like. If Lee Pack didn't have injuries right now, I would say his team, it's either him or Walt that had. Well, I, I guess I said, I guess I said the, the draft didn't matter. I used the wrong words there. I said, I meant to say the draft was a tough, it was, it was a tough, uh, tough draft year just it to, was impossible to make the to decision. Yeah. 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 Whereas in the past, I feel like it was a little bit easier to, to for determine sure. who, you know. For sure. For sure. That's, I mean, yeah. The fact that Walt's team has 843 points right now, the next closest team, I think, is Lee Pack, who has 788. So he has, what, 60-something points, more than 65 more points than the next closest guy? That's absurd. I said, You know what? I think Walt did a lot of research this year, so good for him. I mean – I think he was tired of no the bottom dog. I think – you know what I mean? He was tired of being the bottom dog. He was he tired got of he got running backs. The G, I mean, the James Cook working out, and then he was smart by I mean, got the number one receiver that's gonna like level your team out. Thielen hitting for him, like I don't know. Maybe he did predict that. Maybe he did get that somewhere. Who knows? I mean, yeah, maybe he did a shit ton of research. I don't fucking know. I think a lot of it's just getting lucky at this point. I don't think yeah, he I shit about fuck. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if the Bengals actually start trying and, and they turn it on and Joe Mixon, yes. who he has yeah. a freaking flex player. I yeah. mean, that team's going to be stoppable. If, if the hey, Bengals can so figure right. it out, that's going to I don't think he knew fuck about shit, personally. Shit about fuck. And if Watson comes back <laughs> and is even somewhat – if he even plays the way that he was playing at the beginning of this year – where he was just a steady 18 or 17 to 20 point guy. This team is, is consistently over minimum 120. Yeah. If Walt's team stays healthy, he's easily the favorite to win the whole thing. So it's close, but it doesn't matter because once you get to playoffs, anything can fucking happen. Anything. That's right. You go literally anything. There's teams that are just gonna have fucking weeks, man. You gotta yeah, feel bad. Uh, you They're, know, who knows? Demar Hamlin might just shoot your, you screw your hand and your your season. Come playoff time, by dying on a field. Yeah, it might just 
you might not even be able to go to the playoffs because of a Demar Hamlin. Did you guys see the the Demar the Demar ambulance? I'll call it the the ambulance that had his like number and shit on the back of it. What was that? It's, it was a satanic ritual. No, I did not. Demar, <laughs> yeah, dude, like the Bills. The, I think it was the Bills game. I, I could be wrong, but I hope so. Somebody. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, no, it I was. It was. They I'm had sure. they had his number on both uh, when both you know like on an ambulance you have the doors on the back had Hamlin with his number three on both doors. Yeah. How much more money do you guys think Demar Hamlin has made since almost dying than he? Yeah, ever I think he did some. He did some uh, seance with Jay Z and Taylor Swift before the season started, I think. They're all in on this satanic thing together, I'm pretty sure. So Wu-Tang clan. Yeah. Uh but I'm not trying to go, you know, we don't we don't have to talk about all that. It's just uh I don't think he really got hurt. Kind of like Rogers. They're saying Rogers probably didn't get hurt either. Yeah. Speaking of him, he's he's out there, no crutches. I mean he's just balling out there. I, I think he's uh I mean, I do we ever- think he's going to actually be back? Because the Jets are, even without him, I mean, they're still – Zach Wilson's obviously major sketch. You don't know what you're going to get out of him, but they're not a bad team, even with Zach Wilson. I mean, they can they can compete, in my opinion. You said this last year, and then they proceeded to lose, like, eight games in a row or nine games in a row. They, I don't understand why they haven't made a trade yet. Like, you can still get a quarterback. I mean, I guess you're playing the waiting game with Aaron Rodgers, but that sounds like a risky game to play. Why wouldn't you either just take the season and get Caleb Williams? Or, I mean, if they did that, that's fucking unstoppable. They might just be unstoppable. I mean, when, when Rodgers comes back in a week, it's <laughs> – None of that's going to matter, you know. On Caleb Williams, that he's is like. There any, is there any part of y'all that is a little suspect on Caleb Williams? Yes. Okay, good. So I'm not the only. Now, he's a stud. I'm, I'm not. I would 100% take him with the first pick, whoever that is, the Bears or whoever. But I don't know. He doesn't seem he's, like a winner to me. I also don't like yeah, the he's whole, really like, just... I'm going to come back to USC and I'll make more money off NIL than I would going to the pros. Why would I even, you know, if I'm not getting drafted by the first the team that I want at number one overall, like, why would I want to go to that team when I can make more money in college? It's like, dude, are you trying to get the entire league to hate you before you're even in it? Yeah. I mean, that's such a stupid thing to say. Dude, look at what Elway. Whenever he was coming out of college, like he did the exact same thing, uh, and and so did Eli. I mean, there's been a lot of quarterbacks over the history of time who've been like, "Oh, these are the teams that I'll go to. I'm not going to anybody else." So then yeah. it forces them to make a trade that they probably shouldn't make. No, and I think hey. he's a stud, but he's. Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. Like they're Notre Dame is solid but Notre Dame kind of embarrassed him this past weekend I mean like they're but he threw that sorry what he threw three picks yeah that's what I'm saying like he's 
and, and his biggest tests are ahead of him. I mean, USC's got they got Oregon coming up, they got Washington. They're I want to say I think they play Oregon State as well, but I don't know. USC these first six seven weeks they haven't played anybody up until this this was his first somewhat big game, and he kind of got I don't want to say exposed. I mean, the guys won a Heisman, but I don't know. I don't think he's like if you compare him to a, another big time prospect like a let's say a Trevor Lawrence or whatever I don't I, I don't know if he's I just don't know I think I think there's still a little bit of a question mark above Caleb Williams bigger than what most people are saying like you hear guys on Fox Sports and ESPN talking about oh he would he's going to be an immediate starter which I agree with but at the same time they're like oh he's already like a level two or, or tier two NFL quarterback if he was in the league today I'm like I, I just kind of think we got to pump the brakes on the guy just just a little bit the top end of like next year's like best top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL they had him in the top 10 I was like that's absurd uh but yeah let me do a good point of what we were talking about in the group text as far as how the play, like how, I mean, we're, again, we're almost halfway through. I think, I mean, this week technically is like the halfway mark, I guess, of college football, right? There's a one more week. This is it. Uh, yeah. Like, this yeah, is yeah. that uh, halfway mark. Um, what are your guys' thoughts here? Because like I said in the group, I could – and I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I don't think this is going to happen because I think that a lot of wild shit's going to happen in college football before this year's done. It already has. Um, but of all the years that I could see a, a, an SEC team not making the playoffs, this is it. No, I, I and, and really, I, I agree with you fully. I mean, I said in the group text that I think everybody's shitty. Uh, I do believe that. Um, but I, I think, that you're right. I mean, an SEC team could could maybe possibly not even make it, especially with, uh, you know, Georgia's injury problems as well. It's uh, it's going to be an exciting second half of the season. I, I think we're in a amazing position. We haven't been in a position like this in a long time, as far as you know, it can go everything can go down the drain pretty quick over the next couple of weeks, as always. Yeah. But at at this point, sitting here right now on this call with you two both, Ole Miss is in a pretty badass position. Uh, the thing is, you know, I saw I saw a tweet today where they said, you know, we, we beat Auburn, we beat A&M. I know we've got Vandy in between there, but we beat Auburn, A&M, and then even Georgia, um, which is still a long shot. Uh, then, you know, everybody's going to go, well, you know, Georgia, Auburn, A&M, they just suck this year. Um, but that can go both ways because, I mean, well, we just sucked for the last – you know, 71 years that we haven't beat Auburn two years in a row. Well, so. My, so my cousin went to, went to Bama and, and all of him and all his friends and like everyone I know associated with Bama is like, Oh, since they lost to Texas, like, Oh, this is, this is the worst Bama team we've ever seen ever. Like, and, and I, I don't disagree with them, but at the same time, uh, it's still a good Bama team. Like they're not bad and they're only going to get better as the season goes on. Um, but that, yeah, loss, they'll probably win out. I mean, I still think they're going to win out, you know, yeah. the problem is that loss to Texas is it, it, uh, it, it is something that is like a, now a stigma on 
an out-of-conference big loss like that and LSU, Florida State, like those two big losses, and it like handedly they lost those games, um, is not good. So LSU Bama is the same weekend as AM weekend. So that's, I, I mean, not I think gonna win. I mean, I, I think they definitely have a chance. I don't know. All I know is that that should be a great game as well. Is it in Bama? Um, yeah. And no, it's in Bama. That's the thing. Bama had this year for being their down year. They got us at home. They got Texas at home. I know they lost it, but they got us at home, Texas at home, uh, LSU at home, I believe. And obviously, yeah, and then uh, they've got, I want to say they've got like the, the Iron Bowl. At I don't home. know. I mean, no, they've got the, the Iron Bowls in Auburn. But the but, year they're supposed to be down, they get fucking. Yeah. Uh, oh, they get Tennessee at home this year. So they get Tennessee, LSU, Texas, and Ole Miss all at, oh, at home. That's crazy. Jeez. Who are their away games? A&M. Uh, that, A&M was the one that, for me, looking at Bama's schedule, knowing that we needed them to lose – and I mean, they had since they beat us, they need to lose at least two games, SEC games, for us to have a shot. A&M and State. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I thought a I really thought A&M was going to do it. Um, oh, and they went they to South Florida. Remember, they almost lost that South Florida game. Yeah, they're trash. Well, I mean, relevant in, in you know comparison to previous you know decade or whatever. But one other um, one um, other thing I'll mention is. You were right, Hayden. I mean, if we can't beat Auburn this week, and regardless of, uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm with you as Jordan Hare's, I'm with Parsons as far as Jordan Hare being top five stadium to, uh, you know, hardest stadium in the SEC, probably top two, um, uh, in the SEC West. I think it's probably harder than Brian Denny as as far as nighttime goes. Um, just Alabama's a better team year in and year out. But you know, we haven't beat them. Did you see that on Twitter today? We haven't beat Auburn back to back in 71 years so yeah um, i'll keep about that but i mean i don't know dude i if you get more 27 more points in that game you cannot lose and if we can't do that against that team i don't care if i don't care if they're all jesus's son and we're playing in fucking israel we beat that team 10 times out of 10 times if we don't then we don't deserve anything anyways we don't, yeah we don't deserve i know i'm, I'm with you yeah. but the more we here's the thing the more we keep talking about it i'm the more i think we're just going to kick their ass their offense is like worse than bandy uh you know we, we keep talking about it i mean far more we, yeah. we, we need we need to just go in there and kick their ass go play bandy kick their ass and then we'll go have fun a and m weekend kick their ass go to georgia kick their ass, go, go, go home, get you university of Louisiana Monroe, kick their ass. And then all of a, all of a sudden we mm. got the egg bowl and uh, wait, what are we going to do? Kick their ass. So kick their I, ass. I'm good with all of that. Um, and championship uh, Georgia rematch, kick their ass. Michigan first game of the playoffs, kick their ass. <laughs> Ohio state national championship, beat them by fucking 30. Kick their oh, ass. Who, who who would be all if you had to predict it? Not if not if the season ended today, but like looking ahead, who who do y'all well, think the final fours legit gonna be? It depends on how the Big Ten plays out because there is a scenario 
where Ohio, get Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State all have one loss away at one of the others, which would be wild. Yeah, And then I think it would be Penn State and whoever won the head-to-head against Michigan and Ohio, right, that would play in the mm-hmm. Big 12 championship, which kind yeah, of sucks. We- I don't want to play in that game. That's- but I- well, that's, that's the worst part about the Big Ten right there is it's still two divisions, and the only three relevant teams, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, are all in the same division. So they're okay. going one of, to – one of those three teams is going to play like Iowa or somebody from the other division to, you know, basically get to the, get to the playoff. So they need to – I think this is the last year of divisions in the, in the Big Ten, but they got to get rid of that shit because it's so lopsided. There's – the only three good teams are all on, on one side. It makes yeah, no sure. sense. Even how long has that been in place? I feel like a long, a long Yeah, it's been a it's been a while, I think. I mean, who were the last Nebraska? Who else were the last teams that were brought in there? I mean, Wisconsin's had their little runs. Um shit. I mean I, I mean it's the Big Ten. Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State for forever, I feel. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. But we're going to – we'll find out this weekend how good uh, – I mean, we got yeah. Penn State, Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, you know, outside of that USC-Washington game, I really thought that last week's slate, the Saturday slate, was pretty shitty. Uh, that's just – that could be just me. Maybe I was hungover. I don't know. But – uh I just didn't think the the slate as far as the day goes. So I'm excited about this week. Maybe it's just because Ole Miss wasn't playing. But even though I do enjoy the bye weeks more than anybody, um, I was a little upset with the the weekend slate considering Ole Miss was off. I was excited to see Washington versus Oregon because I just wanted to see like I – That's what I meant, Washington-Oregon game. Sorry. I personally thought that Washington was going to end up being fraud in that game, but no, it turns out Oregon was fraud and Washington might be semi-legit. Cause I think Oregon at the very least is a team that is very hard to beat. Like they're easy to lose to, I guess. By, that. Way to by the way, how sweet is that stadium? So uh, that's what I meant to, I, I said Washington USC earlier, but the, that Washington stadium is fucking badass. Yeah, that looks sick. And how how fucked up was Joel McHale on game day? Did y'all see him? Dude. Oh my god, he was soft. I love it though. Did you see Livy Dooney's guy all uh, sauced up at the game on the TikTok? I'll have to send you that. So obsessed video. with him, dude. No, I only DM'd her a hundred times last weekend. I swear. I know, but I mean, why though? That's low. Yo, are I mean, you asking that for real? Hey, you know who I'm obsessed with now? That fucking chick last night uh, that they kept showing on Monday Night Football during Griffin's favorite oh, game. Oh, yeah. Hmm. How wild is that chick? She Was she was she plant? Was she a plant or was she a real band? I, I thought she was on Pat McAfee today. I I just still don't think she's she's real. There's no way. Who is she? No way she's real. Yeah, that was I was listening to some some of the uh, the barstool guys earlier today, and that was that was hilarious. Them talking about like, oh, 
well, this is L.A., you know, they're right by Hollywood. Maybe they're they're just filming random fans for some kind of movie or whatever. And it actually, like, she was so weird that I, like, kind of, I, I was like, all right, well, maybe there's something behind that. I don't know. And then, yeah, she got on Pat McAfee today, and she was actually semi-normal. So, I don't know. But, yeah, that was that was pretty odd. She kind of seemed like a cyborg when when all that was going down. That was That was pretty weird. So what do you think about your fucking Cowboys now? They suck. You think? Yeah, dude. They're well, they don't I don't think they suck, but they're they're not going anywhere. I don't think they're as good as they were last year. And they they're they're certainly not getting past a wild card or a first round playoff game. The Niners totally exposed them. So How about the same shit losing this weekend? Oh, the yeah. Niners? Yeah, well, I, I was I was wanting to bring that up because I've, I've been a proponent of – I think Brock Purdy is a young Dak Prescott. Like, he's a good game manager, and when his receivers are loaded, he's got the best running back in the game. His defense is insane. You know, every part about the Niners is unbelievable. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant can come along and win you some games, but – People talk about Brock Purdy like he deserves $50 million a year. I don't think he's that good. And as soon as McCaffrey went down, Debo went down, Kittle didn't do anything, we saw what he is and I think is at best an average quarterback. I think yeah. he's a young Dak Prescott. I would totally agree with that. I would not even give him the respect of calling him a young Dak Prescott. Um, I mean, I, I think, yeah, sure, he's a he's a good game manager – but I think Shanahan is the real fucking star behind this. You see what he's done, even whenever he doesn't have like McCaffrey or any of those guys. You know, even whenever it was just Debo, he still made it to to the like, game before the champion game before the Super Bowl. Like they they, yeah. he's just a great coach, and and now he's got ridiculous players like that team and that defense is so fucking stacked yeah so stacked the Niners everything about them I mean John Lynch their 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 GM has just done an incredible job from top to bottom I mean they're just they're like a perfectly run organization and even though but that's also what's kind of wild about the Niners is their drought in terms of Super Bowls is pretty as long as it's it's the as good as they've yeah as good as they've been over the last five you know to seven years whatever it's been they don't win Super Bowls and they should just because they're so well it's, run it's I, because they're I don't know it's because they're in California I hadn't I hadn't yeah. thought of it, but I heard I heard a couple of people say this uh, that was uh, that was per, his first loss in the regular season I never thought about that like he didn't lose last year in the regular season. He only lost and he didn't even lose that playoff game. He got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I, was embarrassing. I, I, what an embarrassment. You yeah. <laughs> quit that. Yeah. That's absurd. Uh, yeah. yeah. Absurd. Let's get That's into absurd. the, let's get into the, the nitty gritty. All right. I think we've shat the shit long enough. Um, I think we already went over Billy's game and Billy. And I, don't, Mike, I don't think you, I, you shit about fuck. 
I'm going to fuck that shit real quick, okay? Listen here now. Hear me now. Uh, second game. <laughs> I love that we went on that tangent. We were, I think, I'm pretty sure this is, unless I'm forgetting something, we did me and Billy, right? You, We already did. Yeah. We only did one game, and then we went on tangent. <laughs> we went on a tangent. Okay. Uh, next game, <laughs> Parsons uh, versus Tito. Tito gets a W, 114.1. Parsons, 95.06. Awesome, awesome win for Tito. He really needed it. Uh, Yeah, great great win. Yeah, down game. Burrow. Even Eckler being back only got 10 points. Really, his best best move there was the the defense. Uh, Minnesota defense in 24. That that can really win you you a week. Uh, Josh Allen for Parsons was was just tough, man. Oh, but he had who fucking had a 15 point game so that kind of edged that out well tucker just tucker with uh 19 so uh, he just had all his fucking uh all his running backs are just fucking his special t- his, his special teams he who he's been working on that special teams lately you know yeah parsons if 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 jared allen is out for like a, a week or two i mean his team's gonna lose at least one to two of these running backs back and that's not going to be for another four weeks. So he's going to lose four weeks in a row probably. We'll see. TBD. But if he misses Jared Allen for a little bit, he's definitely – he's in for some some future L's. Uh, yeah, Jared's, Jared's a tough dude, though. So, I mean, he's no DeMar Hamlin. That's no. for sure. So. A big week for Tito, though. I mean, you get Eckler back, yes, not a great game. Um, but if you watched the game, like – it was more the fact that he was playing Dallas's defense that is really, really good than it was that Eckler wasn't like productive. He still like looked good out there and had a good game. He had a few- even after getting popped in the head in the pregame scuffle. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm. Helmet, helmet shot back like fucking. That was Kobe some back in the day. That was some thug stuff uh, that those guys were pulling. Out there. I will say this: art and. Do y'all feel like NFL games are ridiculously long now that they put all these new rules in? They, um, yeah, they, they more than college for sure. Yeah, I feel like like, at, like last night's game ended up feeling like it was going on forever because almost every other play there was a flag for some shit that's like a new rule. Like, can I, I say something? Yeah, I I'm no. starting to believe that college football and nfl football like it's not even the same sport it's not like it's not even i agree with that you you don't even need to call them football like you need to call them two different things you know yeah yeah did y'all hear seven on seven is going to be in the olympics i did see that women women allowed i don't know if that that's what we're headed for boys we're headed for flag football nobody wants to have contact anymore nobody wants (laughs) strap on the chin strap and put their screws into somebody anymore, okay? Everybody wants to play touch. Inclusivity. Everybody just wants to be gay out there. That's why they be I'm kind of thinking I might be gay. Y'all were just talking about head injuries. Did y'all see the play, uh, the DK DK play, where he just, like, he wasn't even remotely involved and just – destroyed was that this week yeah everybody's mad at him they're saying dk yeah and they're saying dk's yeah 
I feel like the, that's what, what? goes around no. like stud receiver <laughs> who's a larger guy. Like it's like, oh, I hear he's gay. He's like into trans dude. It's like, yeah, dude. I mean, what well, people, well, people were giving DK shit like they're saying that, like he already has CTE or something. Did did DK have a concussion recently or? Am I missing something? I don't know. Twitter no, I think they just say and... everybody's got CTE. But you, we already know that Antonio Brown said CTE is just catching that en- energy. But I will say we heard about Odell Beckham Jr. has been getting with the Kim Kardashian. I didn't know she liked uh, poop stuff. So it's uh, it's a lot going on in the league right now. Kim K, dude? You didn't know she liked ass stuff? I wasn't sure. Dude. Yeah, I was on the fence. I- Tapes? She actually, I don't think she did. Fuck. Didn't Kim K insure her ass? Didn't she like, she got Lloyds of London to insure her ass? Yeah, my computer's kind of freaking out right now for some reason. But yeah, I think so. Who insured? What'd you say? Who insured the ass, Harlan? I'm pretty sure Kim K did. She insured oh, her ass, oh. like just in case. But gotcha. like, what? Here's what I'm wondering. You know, you insure your leg, you insure your arm, mm. like you're Jared Allen. If you're Jared Allen, you know, uh, the arm. Yeah, you insure your arm just in case something happens. But like, what's gonna actually happen to your ass? Like, do you fall off a skateboard and it all the liposuction comes out? Like, what? What are you insuring? Is what I'm wondering. Silicone in your ass yeah. and up to 27 shirt like surgeries on that thing you've got to have some insurance you got to be insured you just yeah, got to yeah but what, what but what's going to happen i mean what what exactly well you can just you you can't be too careful yeah you got to make sure that you're you're insured and, and that you're you know crossing the t's and dotting the i's and that you're you know worst case scenario that ass is is going to be fine yeah put that ass in a circle and be covered and covered yeah, covered. Be covered. Yeah, yeah. Be I covered. understand. I sorry that I asked the question. I just I wanted y'all to explain that to me, and I knew y'all probably know better than me. So um, good. We thanks just cut to an insurance ad. <laughs> yeah, thanks for clear clarifying that up for me. <laughs> um, who was the golf? Morgan and Morgan? Anthony Kim, and it's like the Anthony Kim situation that you fall into if you're Kim Kardashian. If you like fall and bust your ass. But then, like, there's a clause in it where, like, she can never use her ass again after that. You know what I mean? Like, Anthony Kim can never play golf again. Otherwise, his insurance. Y'all know that whole story? No, I don't. I don't think I do know that. Okay. Anthony Kim won the U.S. Open whenever he was, like, 20 fucking one. Like, he was a prodigy in golf. And he, uh, fuck. I'm forgetting right now what happened. He had an injury that like ended up fucking like fucking up his arms or his legs something a part of his body to where he couldn't play golf anymore and um he had an insurance policy that paid out like i think it was like a hundred million dollars if he couldn't ever play golf again and he paid off his policy and and he couldn't his choice was if he played golf again if he went back and tried to get his golf career going again he would have to to get Give it all back. Yeah. So it was a huge risk of like, do I go back? And there's a a, probably a pretty good chance that I also hadn't played golf in three years and had a debilitating injury. 
and risk it all just to have this golf career or do I take the fucking money and run and not risk it and everybody can play the what if game for the rest of my career uh just take you said it was 100 mil yeah but he can't even like he can't even play he can't even play golf like in his backyard for fun no no he can't play like pro-ams though even like he can't do anything that is related to like making money in golf is my understanding gotcha gotcha take the 100 can you you do like a subway ad no you've got to think like you've worked your entire (laughs) life for this dream you won a u.s open like you're obviously like a proven entity and it'd be like, I'm trying to think of a compare. It'd be like if Brock Purdy broke his arm tomorrow and they were like, Hey, here's your insurance payout. Or you can go back and in two years and see what happens. Keontae Johnson, the Florida basketball player who collapsed on the court after with Kansas state. Abeg says, yeah, that guy too. Yeah, the insurance policy as well. But oh, yeah, he did the same thing. But only for five million, decided not to cash out before transferring to Kansas State. Yep, yep, yep. But a hundred million, dude. That's I mean, yeah. Probably, well, yeah. I know I, it's all about the love, the love for the game, but a hundred mil, come on. Hey, I'll beg you're not fucking the absolute. Killer. What a weird yeah, like to have in there. There's so what much. A- Back to my point, though, if if that is the case with Kim Kardashian's clause, what does that mean? What does that entail? No more anal oh, stuff? Hers, no, it, hers would be billion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about the quantity of money. I'm worried about the clause within it, though. Like, she can if, – if her ass goes out, she can no longer use her ass. No, she, yeah, she can't, she can't take a shit is what yeah, I heard. Yeah, she can't even take a shit out of her own ass. That really makes you think shit. Yeah. She has to wear a bag takes the shit out of her her life. Odell Beckham's doing all that for (laughs) Well, he can't use it either. He can't enter or exit it. (laughs) Especially not both at the same time. Hmm. It it leaves a lot of questions. I I mean, I'm I'm concerned, 100% concerned for, for a lot of these people, you know. Uh, especially Drake's son, who just had one of the sickest songs ever put out. Uh, go listen to it if you get a, a chance. Adonis, it's absolutely so good, man. Really good song. Never heard it. Um, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next game. I really haven't. I really haven't. Um, H68.74 versus Abeg 111.02. We, we can skip that game. Abeg gift here um yeah we can skip this game honestly i mean it's really not worth talking about i don't know why you didn't start hubbard to be completely honest with you but i also understand why you didn't i i would have started in front of hopkins probably i don't know just yeah, about- no no i i think i think now that you say it i, I mean i completely agree with you uh for sure i think I, at the time well d hop had a pretty decent week last week uh pierce like you said has has kind of sucked. So it was a little tough decision. But I, to, to be honest, my team's so bad that it doesn't really matter who you put in. Um, like, it, it, it's not really worth talking about. I'm, I'm going to be honest. So, uh, well, even Brandon Cook scoring 15 was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> I, I was going to say, silver lining for your squad is Joe Burrow actually threw the ball to – I actually watched a good bit of that game. 
He actually the boy. throws the ball to Tyler Boyd. He doesn't throw yeah. the ball to T. Higgins at all. If anybody wants T. Higgins, Venmo me five bucks, and I'll send you T. Higgins right now. I don't give a shit. What? what do I? Bam. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Out. Here, and he needed it because, I mean, like I said, I still really like Aveg's team. And the one position he can hurt at is wide receiver. Obviously, losing Justin Jefferson is a whole other story, though. That's not just losing a receiver. That's losing, like, a cornerstone of your team. Um, but still, even without Justin Jefferson, I still think that this team it can put up numbies. Well, uh, Ramondre was a good, good thing for him this week. Him finally put – Ramondre finally putting up his points. Because, uh, I mean – uh, I, I only say that because I have uh, Elliot. Elliot put up like 11. I think he played like the majority of the second half. But I think Stevenson, he doesn't have a mark now, so he's fine. Yeah, and it still was 46. Yeah, you're you're kind of right there. Well, either way, good to see some points on the board. Good job, Abeg. Uh, sorry, I couldn't I make gonna... it game for you. I was going to say for Abeg, it's going to be interesting to see how Taylor and, and Moss are I mean, I, Jonathan Taylor, obviously first game back, just got the big contract. He's going to be RB one, but Zach Moss is still put up like eighteen or so this week. I mean, he's still kind of producing. So I don't know. I mean, Taylor's going to take it over eventually, but how long is that going to take? Is is Abeg's biggest question? I think the way that they used Moss was on third downs. Uh, I think he's a good pass blocker, and I think. He's good. He's got good hands. He's a good little check down guy. So he may be one of those guys who ends up stealing a lot of points from Taylor just in the catching game alone. Like I think he had six Moss had six catches this game for like 40 yards and a touchdown, something like that. Yeah. He had a good week. Calvin Ridley is the one thing that is still kind of surprising me. I, I just think that at some point Calvin and, and, and Trevor are just going to click and it's going to start working, but maybe or maybe I should have hold on to Kirk. Who knows? Not me. Uh, next game, Joey versus Bryce. Joey, 124.62. Bryce, 108.58. He had Debo in. Debo went down, had Kittle in. He's got a lot invested in San Fran. Well, he's got Kittle now, I guess, because he, he – Got him from Griff and Samuel, right? No, 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 no. He got only Debo from you. Just kidding. Who else? Debo and Saquon. Yeah. That's right. And where what did he do with say oh there he is? I I still love Saquon was all right. Yeah. Yeah. And first game, honestly, Saquon's biggest goal this past week was just to not re-aggravate the injury and he put up you know about 14 points so you know I'm disappointed whenever we were going over teams that have a big chance of being uh contenders that we didn't even mention Joey or at least I didn't Joey is absolutely in contention in this league um his team I, the receiving core, it's going to be interesting. Like we saw, this is the first week that Nakua didn't just absolutely go off. Uh, obviously, Cup kind of made up that ground. If those guys alone are good for 35 to 40 points combined, 
And then some games it'll be like, you know, 50 points between them or 60 points between them. I consider that a pretty strong move still. And I think this is a down week for Naku, and they still put up 35 points combined, 36 points. Yeah, I yeah. um and Swift at he's he's definitely top six. I shouldn't have left Joey out of that top six. Yeah. Dude, he's he he did text me earlier. He said he's fucking pissed at your bitch ass for doing that. Shit, I can't believe Griff like, we are top six. <laughs> we are live, I forgot. Shit. Uh the Swift thing is gonna bother me till the end of the time. And maybe I'm sure that a lot of people probably had them on their list, but that was the reach that I took to get Justin Fields was going to be my swift pick. Like that was where I had been taking it, but I was like, Oh, he'll last until my next pick, which was like six picks later. And then Joey got him right before me. I was like, fucking God damn it. Um, so that's life, you know, but I'll never. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty embarrassing. I mean, I, I know I've said this a bunch, but you know, I am embarrassed for you on that. So, no big deal. Moving on. Um, yeah, uh, bad game for uh, Bryce, and I, I don't know. I don't see it getting much better. I really hate that trade that he did with you, Griff. You really fleece the fuck out of him, in my opinion. Uh, which brings well, too up – Too much fleecing going on. It's like, you know, if you're going to fleece, you better floss. So, Fleece, fleece flossing, baby. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, next game, Griff versus Walt. Griff, 115.08. Walt, 101.3. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. JoJo, 101.34. JoJo, not not Walt. I apologize. Um, huge win, Griff. I'll eat. Um, well, I mean, it was another lucky week, to be honest. I, uh... It was okay. I mean, first week post uh, post the trade with Bryce. I, uh, you know, I love Pacheco. Zach Moss has, has been great. So I think he's number six overall running back right now. I, and he's going to continue to do okay for at least the next week or two. Uh, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to take over the RB1, you know, the, the strong majority of the points there. But, man, I'm – I probably shouldn't be – advertising this as loud as I am, but I'm done with T Higgins pretty much. Um, if anybody's looking for a fringe wide receiver, feel free to send me any trades. but, um, yeah, I need, you know, back to the, the trade with Bryce. I just with James Connor on the IR. He's out for at least four weeks. Saquon had been out already for three to four weeks. I just, I desperately needed running backs and, um, yeah, you know, I like Pacheco a lot, obviously, and um, I think Moss is going to be solid, 10 to 15 points per week. And uh, DJ Moore, kind of concerning now that Justin Fields, I, I, I don't – What do we have any kind of update on, on Fields? Is he – is it his wrist? No, dislocated thumb. Uh, thumb. It, what happened with the tendons and stuff inside of it? He's doubtful this week. Uh, probably back in the next week or two, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but this honestly, for me, this is, you know, Dak was, Dak was good or decent, you know, last night or whatever, but my team is 
been super lucky. Two of my five wins have been by scoring like 80 points or so. I got lucky against T Rose. I got lucky against Harlan. I've had two, honestly, two of the, the six weeks so far have been, uh, I think, over like 135 point scoring. So I don't know. I, I, I just think I've been pretty lucky up to this point. If I had to predict my like final standing, I would say middle of the pack for sure. But whatever just another lucky week you know i kind of squeaked by but um i'm in the same yeah, exact i mean i'm in the same exact boat same exact thing i think i've won every game that i've won by like less than five points and the most i've put up is uh 113 yeah so i just don't get it i'm happy i guess for it but the only thing that sucks for us is that now we're fucked on waiver wires and now we're basically destined mm-hmm. middle back yep that's, Unless that's exactly how but at the same time i do think i mean harlan you were saying earlier like you you think that the the six that are at the top have solidified their standing or whatever for the playoffs i don't know if i i don't i don't necessarily disagree with that but i don't know if i i i would say the top four or five or so have solidified themselves for not getting last, maybe. I don't know about the playoffs, though. I, I'm not sure if my team is going to make the playoffs. Awesome. I just – they got to – This is – it's the same old swan song with your bitch ass. It really Rick. is. It is I, I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm probably not going to make the playoffs. I mean, then to they be make... honest. No, I think I'm, I think I'm a fringe, fringe playoff team. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah. I think well, I'll sit about at about six or seven. Last year, you thought you were you were in trouble of getting last in the league up until like game five. Then I started zero yeah. and four. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just tired. Of, I'm just tired of hearing your your same old swan song, brother. You know, you know what? Just go ahead and ensure that while you're at it. Ensure it. It could it could be the opposite. I could just you know just all oh, my team's the best, and you know you guys are all screwed. Like I could do that, but no, I'm 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 keeping it. I'm keeping it even keel. Five and one, we're good, but you know, Tough just awesome week, week, week by week. That's what yeah. that's what we're going. I get it. Tough loss for Frodesy. Uh Montgomery going down, that hurts. Uh you just don't want to see that guy open a door up for Gibbs. I think all of us outside of Billy in this league can agree that the last thing we want is any doors being open for Gibbs. Um but it is what it is. I mean, his team is also probably very middle of the pack, I feel like, if not a little bit lower than middle of the pack. So be it. Uh, next game between two very good teams, uh, we got Walt, 130.64, versus Richards, 121.12. Uh, close, high-scoring game. This is what we love to see. Uh, again, Walt's team is just a force to be reckoned with. I feel like this was like a subpar game for them too. I I could probably agree with that. I think I think it was a it was a good matchup. Uh, Walt's team just looks good, man. You 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 can't deny it. Uh, and he couldn't have beat a better person, um, out there. So I I really hate it, especially when you've got uh Amon Ra putting up you know, 32.4 points for the Egyptians. I mean, for the Detroit Lions. And, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, 
Don't swings at it this year. He really is. Yeah. Uh, he had Pittman. He had fucking Pittman in uh, on his bench with twenty one points. I'm not sure exactly what that was about, but I guess I get it because well, he's got Mixon and just all around good team there. Good yeah. job, Walt. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I was just gonna say. I mean, if if Adam Thielen can do uh, what he did this past week for the Panthers, he's done it a lot. Thanks. Thanks for playing this team. I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to do what he will, he's going to do. ETN's been incredible this year. If Mixon can turn it on, and if Thielen can keep doing what he's doing, yeah, I this is this is a wagon. Adam, I'm wagon. feeling I'm feeling this team. I mean, I I, I put my I ensure this team. Uh, if I was Walt and I had this type of type of a wagon like Kim K, I'd insure it. So, yeah. Uh, for reference here, Thielen is the number three wide receiver in the league after this week, uh, outside of his first game where he had 3.2 points, he has 20.4, 33.5, 15.2, 29.7 and 30.5. I thought this was supposed to be his down year. The fuck's up with that? Got traded. The freaking rookie QB. Yeah. That to a team that has to just put it in the air a lot. Yeah, well, it's fucking pissing me off. Um, good job, uh, Richards. Yeah, I mean, oh. good Richards. It's just you hate to take an L on a week where you put up pretty good numbers. Um, but that's the league. Uh, last game, Lee Pack, 141.88 versus T Rose, 118.34. I've decided that I'm gonna go, uh, I'm going to take a plane flight next year during the draft and just, you know, I'm going to go to Hawaii or something and let, let the draft just do itself. Auto draft. The way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, it'll piss you guys off, but you know, with Lee Pack's team here uh, doing so well while he was just, you know, in Hawaii, it just, it irks you, you know? Yeah, for sure. Johnny Scott. He doesn't even know who Kieran Williams is. He's literally never heard of this dude before. This whole team's a joke. Um, it's it's a practical joke on the league. It's the greatest joke ever played, and it's the NFL that's playing it on this league. Uh, it, it obviously comes from the highest fucking power that can be in pro fucking football, which is the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. Uh, Roger Goodell mm-hmm. is absolutely sabotaging this league he has created something unfucking stoppable uh and i think it's kind of absurd that we're even putting up with it we need to get him out of there we need to get roger goodell for the fucking commissioner's seat in the nfl yeah he's yeah, public I, enemy number look, one and Taylor I, swift too we get we, i believe we take out roger and then tay yep ban him i, ban him. I, I believe that this is such a joke. I mean, I mean, Lee Pack's become the joker of this league in his own way. But as the joker, he's kind of like the Jared Leto joker. Yeah, the gay So, like. I told myself I wasn't going to say that. Damn it. The lamer one. <laughs> Loses a little bit of its sting, doesn't it? Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's like. Jared Leto for sure. Or he's that guy on the YouTube video that's pretty funny. Uh, what, what's he say? He goes, 
I'm the Joker, baby. But I'm the Joker, baby. A little sass. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but it's creeping me. I'm about the Barstool guy, a little Sasquatch, but I could be wrong. Uh, I do like little Sasquatch. He is funny. Uh, Week seven. Let's get into it. Uh, First game, and this is a super interesting game now. Um, Whenever I looked at this game um, on my schedule, because I go through my schedule every year, every week pretty much I go through my entire remaining schedule, predict how many wins I can get out of that, and then go from there. Attack how I see fit from there. Um, This was a game that I thought was a lockup win for me. Uh, he was going to have, or, or I thought it was going to at least be a competitive game, but I thought I had a win out of it. With you having Dak out, I was going to have Justin Fields, and your D was going to be out. And those two alone, are would, I felt like it would be a big enough hit. But now my team's kind of fucking – the worst positions that I could be hurt at, I am hurt at right now, which is quarterback and tight end. And I – the problem is finding out finding some my team without dropping someone I feel like I would need before I can just sacrifice a, a loss right here right now um well it's funny you say that this is what what this is this game with you and Griff is both game of the week and sharp boy game of the week all in one yeah yeah because yeah. two five and one teams that are both gonna Really sucks a mad dick this oh, week. Oh shit! I didn't. That that's right. Whoever but wins one of them, one of them is going to be six and one. Yeah, that's big. That's crazy. You almost yeah. One of these you almost like shit holes. Six and one. <laughs> we'll be the sole leader halfway through the season. <laughs> we'll be yeah. one of two teams who are in the bottom four in scoring. <laughs> And we'll probably maybe even be lower than that after next week. Might be in might be the two lowest scoring teams in the league. Uh with that being said, I'm going with Griff on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of things to figure out before this game. And um a lot of them come to a crossroads of me either having to sacrifice a piece that I'm not sure that I'm willing to sacrifice yet or not. So I'm going to give it to Griff for sure. Um, I'm going to go Hayden on this one. That was such a Billy tech. Did you guys like me texting Billy, by the way? <laughs> no, I, but I, I genuinely, you know, I, I, I didn't draft a backup QB. That was dumb. Um, I think I draft. you know, I didn't draft a backup defense either. So, scrambling, trying to figure out you what did those moves are going to Draft another defense. You just already dropped yeah, I picked. I think I picked the Jets up on like waivers, like week four or something. But um, yeah, it, I, I'm kind of scrambling a little bit. I don't know. This is the fact that we're both five and one is pretty wild. Not that our not that we've got bad teams, but it's there's there's definitely better teams in this league, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, yeah, I'm. I'll I'll go with with Hayden on this one. Whatever, whoever we we backfill at at quarterback and tight end and defense, I I, I don't know what it's going to look like on on Sunday, but we'll see. 
Yeah, exactly. It's going to be weird. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a weird game that at the end of the season, I don't think it's going to matter that much. Right now, it seems like it's going to matter a lot, but it's really probably not. It would only likely solidify. I think whoever wins this game is pretty much solidified with making the playoffs. It would take it would take your team just absolutely imploding uh, with injuries and 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 just bad games for for a six and one team to not make the playoffs. Right. We'll uh, see. I don't know. This, this is game of the week, and like Harlan said, it's a sharp board game of the week as well. Probably probably the tie of the week too. Yeah. Well, I was er, don't. I was going to say that, but I'm I'm actually not going to use all. Yeah, I mean it. It might be a trio, but I'm not going to give you all tie of the week. That that goes to uh, another tr- special special group of mine. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, next game, we, Tito, ninety nine point five versus Abeg one hundred one point nine. Very close projected games. Uh, again, Tito's kind of going to play the game that that Jojo's been playing all year where we see if, you know, Aaron Jones is hot. What's up with Burrow? I'm seeing they have a body. He's been a body. Like, yeah. And he doesn't have a backup quarterback. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, a lot of people but, are going to be looking for a quarterback on waivers this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with Abeg on this one. I'm I'm, I'm rooting for you, Abeg. Uh, wow! But, you know, is this the first time you've ever gone against Tito? Yeah. Well, when you're sitting at the bottom, looking like another Shark Boy, Mrs. Shark Boy, uh, or Mister Lava Girl, you uh, you got to start going against him. You know what? I didn't even think about this until right now. But for the teams that are close to the bottom that actually have bad teams, this is a way worse scenario this year. The fact that me and Griff, who would I say are in the middle to even possibly like on paper, bottom half of the league this year, um, scoring wise, at least that's what it would tell you. We're both five and one. We're both at the top of the fucking polls. So the teams that are fighting for the last like bottom four spots, are pretty much locked in as they're more, I would say the bottom four team, my, the teams that I consider the bottom four teams are more locked in than the teams that I would say are the top four teams. That's the way fantasy football go, boy. It's a fact. It's a fact. Uh, I'm going to go with Abe here too. Depends on what yeah, I'm going to go. Abe. Yeah. All right. All right. Next up. Next game, we got Bryce 111.7 versus Parsons 96.4, the box. Uh, it all comes down to Jared Allen playing. Yeah, it really does. And 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 Jared Allen, like I said earlier, is is a very strong, strong guy. You know, got big muscles. Really, I think he should be dating a Taylor Swift, if we're being honest. Uh yeah, but that that's just that that's just me. It's no big deal on that. But Big Bird, I haven't seen any big trades. I'd like um, to date Dua Lipa. Honestly, I feel like they'd make some. Oh, uh, Dua Lipa is is probably number one outside of Libby Dooney. Um, but obvious. yeah, Dua Lipa can absolutely 
I'd kill, man. Is Libby done 21? Yeah, she just turned. Did you not see it was her 21st birthday two weeks ago? Oh, wow. No, didn't. I don't pay attention to her, dude. Now that she's 21, maybe I'll go check her out. But before that? Yeah, yeah dude. Turned 21 11 days ago, idiot. You, you know why? I bring her up because anytime I'm on Snapchat or Twitter, that's the only thing you see. That's the all. That's like that's it for sure. Snapchat, she's that, all. That's because they, so, they've got you hooked. If that, that yeah. means that you're clicking on it, if you're not paying for the product, <laughs> you are the product. No, Dude, no, no. That Libby Dunn is all over Snapchat. Like she is Snapchat, apparently. Yeah, I, I mean. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've clicked on it a couple times, but I'm not. It's not. You know, got a hot body, dude. I don't have. I don't have Dua Lipa all over my Snapchat, and oh. I. I would say that I probably look at Dua Lipa more. She's got a hot body. Nice looking face, good hair. Like, yeah, she's a hottie. Like, don't be ashamed of it, H. Sometimes you got to look at a baddie. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Even if they turned 21 11 days ago. Uh, Bap. Yeah. So, uh, what game were we on? Big Bird. Oh yeah. So he hadn't made any big trades. Uh, so I'm gonna go Bushy Beavers on this one. Same here. Same here. I don't even care if Debo starts. As a matter of fact, even if Debo is gonna play, I still think you should probably put. Mm, oh, Elijah Mitchell. Well, I don't know. I would put anybody else in over him. I think trash. Uh, next game. Uh, JoJo ninety five point nine. Versus H, 93.8. Uh, Harlan, this is – I'm going to be the first one to say it. This is a must-win game. Yeah, well, I, I normally say – like I was going to plan on saying pretty much I'm going to lose the rest of the season. But then I saw that I'm playing the frauds, fraudacy. And so I'm kind of actually going to say that it's tie of the week. Tie of the week. Okay. Oh. okay. I don't hate this because I I would pretty much lose to everybody else this week for sure. Um, But then I I was lucky. I was like, well, guess what? I I get to play for Odyssey uh, and you can win any week with him. Even if you didn't start your whole team, you have a chance of beating the Odyssey week in and week out. And that's all I've got to say. All right. Here's to you, Harlan. Your whole team is on a bye week on the bench, except for Cam Akers and and your starting line that Damian Pierce is the only person with a buy. What a talk about a puzzle fitting together for you, right? Yeah, uh, you know it's at least the five hundred to one thousand piece puzzle uh, fitting together for me this week. Which I would say, if it was a two thousand uh, piece puzzle, it'd be even better. But I can't. Uh, you get what you take. You know, <laughs> you get what you get. You do get what you take. I agree with that. I agree with you that. Get, you you, you do get what you take, and you take what you get. So this is an also, incredibly this is also power kind of, stern question right there. Yeah, <laughs> your whole team your whole team's on a buy. You know, you still projected to win. I mean, you must be on the moon, just you know, pie in the sky, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be. I think that's got to I mean, be one of the, my favorite bits. Your entire bench is sitting right there in front of us, okay? You have no fucking starters whatsoever. Your team sucks ass. You must be <laughs> on the move, right? That's, that's one of my favorite bits I've heard on here. All right. 
good shit. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, this is kind of a, uh, let me see real quick. Uh, yeah, no, y'all are both two four. This is a must win for both of these teams right now. Uh, whoever doesn't win this game, bad things. Hey, hey, first- I, at this point, I must win the rest of the season. There's no, there's no, there, there, there's no non must wins. Need to get to five. No room. I feel like five wins. You don't usually like. It'd be fairly hard to lose the league with five wins. Um, it, it, you know, there's no puzzles that need to be made after five wins. So, um, mm. just mazes that need to be uh, maneuvered around. All right, next game. Uh, next game, <laughs> mazes maneuvering through mazes. Uh, next game, we got Richards one twenty point six versus Joey one eighteen point nine. Maybe game of the week if it weren't for me and Griff having the shit bowl. Yeah, I would say that this is uh, a great. This will be a great game. It, you know, if I, it, I would, I hope that your game, uh, y'all's game, Griff and Debbie. I mean, Bear Force One goes is at a different time. Is it like in a different slate? Maybe the eleven o'clock game of the day, or the three thirty CB three o'clock CBS game, and that this game is maybe the seven o'clock ESPN slate. So. That's how I'm going to leave that. I would totally agree with that. Uh, I uh, am going to go with. Hmm. I'm going to go with Joey here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joey. Final answer. Give me Joey. I'm going to give Richards this week because I'm on such a such a downslope. Uh, in, 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 in such a bad spot picking games, you know, I couldn't win a bet right now. So I'm going to pick Richards and, uh, hope that Joey wins. So bad I'm game. giving you a solid out there, Joey. Has it been a bad gambling year for you? Man, the next thing you know, I'm, uh, you know, I had to sell the house, but. Shit. Harlan, oh. you know, you should have picked me. She'll let yeah, me know. me, right? You're <laughs> shitting me, right? Uh, next game, we got T Rose 113.6 versus Walt 124.3. Uh, going with Walt until proven otherwise. Uh, that's just how it is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say, I mean, this is the easiest game to pick this week. Uh, Walt's on a tear. Uh, Bernie Zanders is uh, had pretty, pretty tough year. Um, you know, he might even be fighting for the bottom spot here before we know it. So, Walt, Gabe, with this one. If Gabe Davis can keep up what he's doing, then maybe not. But we saw it with you last year. Like, uh, you put a lot of trust in Gabe Davis, and that didn't work out for you. No, he was the man. Fuck uh, you, H. No, here, here's what I'm going to call the <laughs> landslide game of the week. Uh, because Walt by a landslide. Okay, okay. Uh, I love Gabe Davis. That's Shane Gillis's boy. I hope y'all have seen that on on. Hey, Instagram. when he did this, Adam. yeah, when he does the oh, he, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's boys, I guess. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Walt here. Turkey bacon, me. Have you never heard the story about him going to the? Uh, I think it was uh, Dave and Buster's. Like the Bills had rented out Dave and Buster's, and he went with Gabe. <laughs> 
him and little Sasquatch and like one other, uh, one of the guys that's on his podcast. If you haven't, yeah, it's- no, what are you talking about? Where little Sass plays the uh, the VR game or what the Star Wars thing? There's one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the their entire tri- build team. <laughs> and I forgot it's what so funny the uh, the uh, NFL. Uh, cleat chaser girls. I forgot what their name was for them, but it was hilarious. Uh, I'll think of it later. Last game of the week. Jared Leto versus Billy Rose. Yes, exactly. Oh, be joking. Um, Lee Pack projected 98.7. Uh, he's got Kieran Williams in who's out. Uh, and then Billy projected 129.1 and Christian McCaffrey is projected in and so is Gibbs. And they're both questions. Uh, I think I, I think it's it's that time. We're we're halfway through here as far as uh I say halfway through. We're we're getting further into the season here. I think Billy goes on a tear and this is his first game as none other against uh Jared Leto. So his favorite Joker, Billy's favorite Joker, by the way. Um okay. so I look, he this is the start of Billy's tear. I hate to say it. Um, but he's about to go on a run. So I've kind of, is that really? I've kind of been waiting. Is that really? Oh yeah, that's his favorite Joker. He loves Jared Leto. It is his favorite Joker, Griff. Disgusting. My uh, favorite anyway. is uh, is uh, Arkham Asylum. If anybody's played that, uh, uh, Mark Hamill plays uh, the Joker in that, and he's fantastic. It's animated, but it's still sick as fuck. No, yeah, I knew you were going to say that because I was just about to say that's a very good one, uh, and kudos to you for for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, am I a pop culture buff? Yeah, I mean, do I know pretty much everything you need to know about pop culture related? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm a savant of sorts. I don't know, man. I These things just come to me. I just pay attention. Go ahead, though. You could say that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a blowout. I do agree that Billy, I feel like he's kind of, he, he's not wrong in the fact that his team has definitely been fucked over this season. Um, I kind of think he's done it on purpose. If we're being honest, I, I he's, this is the one thing that makes me point towards being the commissioner in place, because I do think Roger Goodell also has a hand in this. Um, along with several other things, I'm not going to rule him out of being pro-Israel or Hamas or what there, but I know that he's playing him and George Soros are playing a huge role in that. Uh, don't think for a second Goodell doesn't have his fingers all over that. Um, they want the NFL to be there in Israel. They do. Um, that's just a fact. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think Goodell is trying to hold Billy's team. Billy has said some, some pretty, Pretty fucked up shit about Jewish people uh, in from the time that I've known him, at least, which is fucked up that he would even anti-Semitic. Nobody wants that. But Billy does not like Jewish people. You heard here first. Uh, publish it. Especially the curly haired ones. That's what that's what I, and I'm not even saying that from my perspective. I'm just saying that is how Billy said it to me and the curly haired. one. I don't uh, that again, not my words. His words. Please keep going. Uh, I, hey, I just wanted to apologize uh, 
for absolutely nothing on uh, from what I had texted last uh, Thursday night, I believe. So, all right, guys, I got to go. All right, boys, that was good shit. Uh, Griff, you picked right. Do what? I'm sorry. Picked Billy, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I got Billy. All right, later's later's homies. Love y'all. Peace. God damn, boy. Yeah, so uh, I'll bet you can go ahead and cut pretty much everything that's happened up to right fucking now. Um, it's 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 gonna be me this week, boys. It's gonna be me. Um, Billy couldn't join for huge Billy frequent guest, I guess, at this point. Um, Harlan couldn't join, said he could possibly join uh, on his car ride. I doubt it. Um, Griff couldn't join. Uh, I don't remember what his reason was. Uh, And then Joanna said he might join uh, over under on that. It's low. It's low. The, the, uh, the likelihood of him joining is is near zero. So bear with me. Uh, it's going to be me doing a lot of talking, considering uh, that there's nobody else here to talk. So, I mean, I guess the majority of what we do on this podcast anyways is listen to me talk. So might as well just go for it, right? <clears throat> so I made a mistake this uh, this past two weeks. Maybe it was two weekends ago. I turned the old Xbox 360 back on, um, and I am fully fucking addicted again. I've been playing in CAA 14, uh, building my dynasty. Ole Miss has now won five national championships in a row, going for their sixth. Our team is absolutely fucking stacked. Um, do I think I should probably get hired by you know old miss as as a, as at least you know an assistant coach yeah absolutely i absolutely think i fucking should um i'm running this dynasty like a goddamn champion i mean we are on a fucking roll we've won the heisman four out of my five years and the first year i was working with basically what we had and uh, back in 2014 which was not a lot. Uh, I mean, we had a we had a solid team. We had a good team. It was like 
the year before our, our big come up uh, before the first sugar bowl that we went to, but we're rolling now, baby. We're rolling. We're fucking rolling. Um, the first thing we need to do here, probably I'm not even going to go over all the other bullshit. I'm not going to do the whole fucking talk about random shit. I should have, I should have texted Bryce, got some questions, but uh, actually I'm going to do that right now. How about that? I'll do that in the, uh, in the group chat questions for the pod. Need them stat. If you've got them. Cool. Um, The Braves, I know that, I know that you guys are probably heartbroken, not only about the Braves, but just all of your sports, all of your sports uh, teams have gone to shit. Uh, Same with you, Billy. Don't fucking act like you're not part of this. Um, Braves still a good team, obviously, but this is embarrassing. Uh, Stroh's rolling the Rangers. (laughs) Griff and, and H keep talking shit. And they don't realize that our head-to-head record this year and for the past, you know, like 10 years is not good for them. It's a bad fucking sign. We're probably going to fucking have to play them in this next round for the pennant. And we're probably probably going to have to kick that ass. And that's okay. That's not their fault. I don't blame them. Uh, I just think it's funny. You know, I mean, 2026, that's, that's their goal. We'll see. I mean, the team does look good. Is it good enough? We'll find out. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of one seats going down. But again, this is not a fucking just random sports podcast. This is this is a fucking football podcast, and it's football season. We're halfway through the fucking season. Ole Miss, we're rolling, baby. That was a tough game last week. We pulled it through, and and great teams pull games like that through. The refs were doing just about every goddamn thing they could to fucking ruin us. And, I mean, several of those calls, and I hate to do it, I know. I don't want to be that guy who, like, oh, the refs, the refs. But it is atrocious, and I feel like it is always, it is always the case for us. Rarely am I like, wow, we really – the refs really bailed us out of that one. Um my OU friends have been talking massive shit just in general, not really to me, just in general after their Texas win, which I I, I kind of want to bring them down to reality. Like three turnovers, they stopped them on the – basically on the goal line four times. Texas wins that game if two plays go the opposite way 100 times out of 100 times. They absolutely dominated them, but oh, you got the win. I mean, I can't, I can't complain. I'm just so goddamn sick of these fucking Sooners. I swear to God. And I know Griff's out there. He's probably thinking, oh, well, you know, UT, they're they're the worst fans. I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a shit. Okay, I got to deal with OU people. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have a lot of OU friends. Maybe you don't have a lot of friends in general. Maybe like the couple of friends outside of our friend group that you have are texas friends um and yeah texas has been delusional for a while but it's also still texas you know i mean it's just something that you have to deal with 
Uh, let's just get into it. Let's get into the fantasy football part. I am going to go in-depth on my personal opinions and breakdowns of these games because guess what? Nobody else is here to do it. So I finally have an opportunity to speak my truth, and I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to put it all on the line for you guys, for the fans, for the listeners, for the people who show up day in and day out, unlike my fucking co-hosts. And uh, let's get it rolling. Uh, Standings. First off, let's break down the standings. We have three, four, and one teams. Richards, me, and Griff. Uh, We have one, two, three, 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 and two teams. Walt, Bryce, Abeg. Uh, We have one, two, three, four, five, six, two, and three teams. Uh, That is Lee Pack, Parsons, T-Rose, Joey, and JoJo. That was confusing. Joey and JoJo. Uh, And then H. One and four teams. We've got Billy, and we've got Mr. Shark Boy, last year's loser, Tito rounding it out because he has less points than Billy by a substantial margin. Billy has a shit ton of points. Billy has 576 points, five, eight points. I don't know. I I haven't done, I haven't looked at it, but that puts him at least near the middle, if not top half of uh, point scores in the league. Walt, uh, 713, a clear leader in that category. Uh, nobody else other than him has broken 700. Uh, next closest guy would be, I think, Bryce with 620. No, 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 I'm sorry. Lee Pack with 646.3. Then Bryce, 626.38. Um, and so on and so forth. What's shocking about this is the fact that both there are two four and one teams who are in the bottom. I think I think I'm the fourth least scoring team, and Griff is the third least least scoring team, and we're both sitting atop the pole. Um, that that's bad news for us, and we have been sitting at the you near know, the top of the polls. We're getting absolutely raped on the waivers. So we can't really get anybody, and our teams are are good. They're solid. They're they're. Here's what our teams are: are consistent. We put up, you know, around except for Griff the past like two two weeks, but he's got injuries. We put up around you know 111. Griff's team has gone off on a few occasions. Once they get healthy, I think they'll be okay. But I mean, he just made a massive trade. Bryce, I think you got fleeced on that. Uh, let me go into it. Let me go back and look at this trade and uh, break it down. Recent activity. Eh. Uh, I guess. Oh, here we go. So Griff acquired Pacheco, DJ Moore, and Zach Moss. Bryce acquired an injured Saquon Barkley and Debo Samuel. I've already said my feelings on Debo this year. He's a great gadget player, one of the best. Like when, if he's on a shitty team that has nothing else, he could be a top fucking fantasy player. But he's not. He's on San Francisco, who is absolutely fucking loaded everywhere you look. Best running back in the league. I think Ayuk is a top ten wide receiver right now, and probably in reality, 
a top 15 to 10 wide receiver in the league. Um, and then Saquon is, uh, I guess Bryce hasn't watched any of the Giants games because that offensive line is fucked in the A. They are horrible, 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 horrible. So even when Saquon gets back, he's likely to get re-injured again. And he's likely to probably not do that great. I'm, I'm looking now at the two games that he has played. He's had one good game, one mediocre game. Um, and the good game, he had 17 carries and six for seven catching and targets there. Um, and a touchdown, two touchdowns in that game. So I don't really see, I just don't understand that from his side. Pacheco has a ton of upside. He's getting more and more of the carry and target share out of the running backs there. DJ Moore has reached another level. Even when they were playing bad, DJ Moore was still going off for the most part. Um, DJ Moore is wide receiver number four right now, guys, number four. And he had one bad game. It was his first game. He had 4.5 points. And his third game, he had 13.1 Everything else, 18.4, 29.1, last game, 55. He's going to get a shit ton of targets. He's a, talent-wise, probably a top five wide receiver in the league, just, just sheer talent. Maybe a top 10 league-wide, just absolute specimen of an athlete. Um I don't understand this. I don't get it. Zach Moss and every, everyone's going to say, oh, Jonathan Taylor's going to go. Oh, Jonathan Taylor's got the deal. He just got in. Yeah, they just paid him. So, yes, he's going to get carries and shit. But if he goes down, guess what? He has a bad injury list. He goes down. Zach Moss is back in. And I think Zach Moss has proven to this point that he at least deserves a good, healthy share of carries. Like, He's going to still get some stuff. He's going to be good, solid, you know, like RB3, I think, and and maybe stay in RB1. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. There's a lot to do. I, I mean, Jonathan Taylor hasn't played football in two fucking years, so we'll see. Um, Was not a huge fan, fan of that uh, for you on the uh, – uh, Bryce, I think that was an, an ill-advised uh, trade there. Uh. Next trade we had this week was JoJo acquiring Christian Kirk and David Montgomery, Tito acquiring Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and DK Metcalf. I, this one's going to be interesting. I think that the both sides took risks here. I like, I th think I like Tito's side more. I don't know though. Like, I traded Christian Kirk, obviously. He's had a, a lot of good games, but Zay Jones just got back. I, I still think that Calvin Ridley eventually is going to turn it on here, but who knows? I mean, he has shown flashes of being the old, and, and he still is. It's just a matter of them targeting him more or if they're going to target Kirk more, and Kirk's been playing great. So I think he's still going to have a lot of good games, but he, I think he's going to have – He's going to be a boom-bust kind of guy. Uh, Montgomery is much more interesting. Montgomery and the Gibbs situation is very, very, very interesting to me. I think that the Lions just don't know what to do with the type of player that Gibbs is. I think Montgomery fits their style more. 
We saw whenever Swift was there, they didn't really, they weren't able to produce that much with Swift, even though he, you know, per carry and I know all the stats like pointed towards Swift having, you know, being good there, but they didn't utilize him correctly. They didn't fucking feed him right. And we're seeing him at the Eagles now just fucking go off. I think we're in the same situation there with the Lions. I think Montgomery will end up being the guy that that wins that out, at least for this year. I'm not giving up hope on Gibbs. I still think he's a freak. Whenever he gets the ball, he's electric. Obviously, he's coming off. He was hurt last week. But still, I mean, Dave Montgomery, and he's going to get most of the goal line feeds there. Uh, Jones is always just a guy who I'm worried about being hurt all the time. Uh, for good reason, and it's because he's hurt all the fucking time. Uh, DK, I don't know, man. DK is such an interesting fantasy character. Um, he's usually pretty steady, but also if he's going to have big games, he's super touchdown dependent. But they kind of need him right now because Tyler Lockett blows. Um, I've told Billy that he's going to have uh, like three 50-point games and then a lot of like you know, seven to 11 point game. And then probably a few like, you know, four point games, three point games. But that's just how it works there. That's how it's always worked for them. Um, oh, got a got a text here from Abeg. He says, Jameer, uh, uh, this is a quote. This is a quote from, uh, I'll just let him do it. So this is this is this is coach's view of the situation with Gibbs and Montgomery, uh, Dave Camp or Campbell's. Did you expect it to be this much of a bell cow? Uh, oh yeah, that's right, bell cow back with so many carries. And what do you think, think you can get out of Gibbs? Yes, we did. I mean, that was the reason uh, for that. We always, to me, that type of guy is always going to be your. He carries the load. And the other one is the changeup. He's going to get plenty of touches. That doesn't mean those are carries, though. That could be in the past game. That could be gadgets. That could be. But you, to me, you always want a guy who, you know, um, man, he can, if you need it, he can take on 20, 25, 30 carries. Um, and uh, and he has been all of that and then some, you know. He, he is a workhorse and. He is dependable, he is tough, he is quick, he's explosive, and he's a finisher. So um, I'm glad we got him. There you have it. There you have it. From the man himself, uh, Montgomery's the guy. Montgomery's the guy, and I'm shocked to say that. Uh, but he is. He is. Gibbs is going to hopefully get some receiving. <laughs> what am I saying? Hopefully he doesn't because Billy – I Billy's probably gotten offers even even better than the one that I gave him, but I straight up offered him Amari Cooper for Gibbs, and he turned me down. Not only turned me down, laughed in my fucking face like I was somehow disrespecting him by even sending that trade, sending Amari Cooper, who for the past 10-plus seasons has been a top 15 to 20 wide receiver in the league. Think that over. Fuck you, Billy. Uh, I play Billy this week, too, by the way. We'll get there, though. Um, next up, let's go into this past week's games. Uh, week five is in the books. We're we're, we're, we're chugging through this season, boys. Um, 
things are shaping up. We're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, what it's going to be. The first game I'm going to go over is my own. Uh, me, 98.56. T-Rose, 97.34. To those of you who didn't keep up with this game, holy shit, was it a fucking close one. Uh, he needed on Monday, Jaden Reed to put up like three something points, three point some points to win the game. And Jalen Reed, I'll read every game he's had this year. He had a 6.6 points week one, week two, 19.7, week three, 9.3, week four, 10.5, week five, 1.7. And I came through with the fucking victory. It was huge. Absolutely ginormous. Um, few notes on my team. Dalton Kincaid has been such a disappointment, and that really hurts. But it doesn't fucking matter. Justin Fields fucking back. He's a goddamn king. He's on top of the world. He is going to, you know, propel my team to the next level that I needed. Um that is in the books for me. I, I've got a shit ton of fucking running backs. I just need somebody to get hurt. And then I'm 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 back in this bitch. Okay. And I, I'm not saying I'm out of this bitch. Obviously, I'm four and fucking one, but I'm really back in this bitch if that happens. Or if McLaughlin, McLaughlin gets to be that guy, which every time he's touched the ball, he's looked like he's been that guy. I mean, last two games that explosive plays. They're going to find ways to get him the ball, knock on wood. But, God, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Tony Pollard with an 8.4 game. That hurts. And last game, I think he had like a nine-point game. Um, I'm not going to worry about that. He's going to be fine. They're going to fucking feed him the ball eventually. Uh, so, no concerns there from me. Uh, would like to see Ferguson do some more. I have not had it. I think this was the week that I had the most points on my defense. Indianapolis put up four points this week. Uh, but it was huge because Tennessee put up negative one playing Indianapolis. And T-Rose picked them up late and started Tennessee defense. And they got him negative one points, which, again, that's what I won this game by was one point whatever points. Huge stuff. Uh, really love it. Uh, good win for the team. Playing really hard defense this year. Uh, and I, I, you got to love that out of the boys. Uh, good win, me. Next game, Shark Boy. Mr. Shark, Bo Shark Boy. Um, it's funny, Mr. Shark Boy. Uh, anyways, 109.48. H, 114.68. Just a brutal... Brutal loss for Shark Boy. I mean, David Montgomery, 22.9 points. Burrow finally showing back up, 24.38 points. He needs Austin Eckler back. I'm still not worried about this team. I realize that he's one and four. He's probably down on himself. But uh, I mean, Johnson's coming back. Eckler's going to hopefully eventually fucking come back. Uh, a bright spot, Kyle Pitts with 15.7 points this week. I doubt that fucking sustains, but it'll trick you into playing him at least. But Dalton Schultz with 19.5, I think that's the better choice if I'm you, by the way, Tito, if I'm making that choice moving forward. Um, Christian Kirk, 14.4, but you traded him away now. Uh, 
Devontae Smith with 1.6 points. That was the real fucking dagger in this game. I mean, I don't understand that. Let me see here. He had five tar one one catch on five targets for six yards. Uh, I think that's the lead. Yeah, that's the least amount of targets he's had this year. Just disappointing there. Uh, H, you got the W, brother. You needed it. This team really needed it. You didn't want to be in a spot where, you know, you're one and four and, and, and you're looking down the barrel of the gun because this team is still not very good. Even though you've had a lot of shit end up going your way. Uh, Jerome Ford. Uh, who else? I mean, Hubbard looks like he's probably going to end up starting being the number one guy there. D hop with a 24 pointer. That was huge. That was huge. It turns out Hopkins is still a great athlete that you should try to get the ball into the hands of maybe Indianapolis will fucking understand that eventually they're only averaging like seven, a little over seven points, like 7.1 points of offense up until this point this year, which is crazy, crazy. Um, I, I'm just super worried about this team, H. If Adams is is hurt, that's really bad. Uh, Pierce, I still have a lot of hope for him, actually. I think, you know, the Houston offense is figuring out its identity still. Stroud is the dude. Um, bad, even more bad news for the Titans. Um, and I think that Damian Pierce is going to figure it out a little bit more as the year goes on. Hopefully starts getting some more catches. They start establishing a little bit more of a run game. Uh, I, I I still like him. Everything else on this team questionable. Your boys, the hope Nola D. Like you said at the beginning of this year, they finally came through twenty seven points. That's huge. Um, I, I I I I see a lot of losses coming, but you got the W here. Congrats. Uh, next game Parsons one fifty eight point two six versus. Joey, 103.64. Huge win for Parsons. He's been talking a lot of shit. Uh, Allen is fucking back. I think he's QB. Yep, he's QB1. Khalil Herbert's out for a couple of weeks. Probably not going to get that starting job back. I'm telling you right now, Roshan Johnson is legit. I am kind of pissed that I traded him. But that's how fantasy works. Whenever I make a move... The opposite of what I want happens. So this is just a clear, you know, indication of that. Last week, last week, I was trying to make a trade with Parsons for running backs. Okay, I was trying to get A-Chain. I was sending a few trades, Amari, like a couple of, like there was a couple of deals because I wanted Tank Dell as well. He sent back Addison, Dell, and A-Chain for Diggs and somebody else. I think it was Roshan or somebody else. And I said, absolutely not. You're fucking high. And he's like, A-Chain's the number three running back in the league. Yeah, sure. Sure he is. He's had like 16 touches these past two games, and he's put up, you know, 20-plus points. Don't get me wrong. Dude's an absolute stud. And – will probably still be a stud once he gets back. But now that he's hurt, he's on IR, out for four weeks at least. If Mozart can go out there and fucking establish himself, you're going to have a split backfield still. And I just – I can't I can't see him keeping up the pace he's at with the touches that he's getting. If he was the number one back who was getting, you know, 15-plus touches every game, 
A-Chain would definitely be worth a digs, possibly. But a- Stefan Diggs is a proven asset. He's the number two wide receiver in the league this year. Put some goddamn respect on his name, okay? Uh, Josh Jacobs, almost a 20-pointer. That's a good sign. Don't think that's going to happen a ton, ton this year. But positive sign. I think that's two weeks in a row with 20 points. Got to love that. Addison, that's going to be huge probably, at least for the next five to six weeks, uh, you know, with Jefferson out. Uh, but he's questionable as well. So maybe it's the, uh, you know, Osborne show there, who I also dropped, which is exactly how fantasy works. Tank Dell, questionable. Uh, Higby, not a great game. You got the W here. I think that uh, you're going to be hurting for the next couple of weeks, possibly. Addison's going to add some value to you. Jamar Chase, huge, huge 55-point game. Uh, I see a lot more of that in the future here. Uh, Ever since his I'm always open comments, I think he is nearly almost always open. And I think that they're just going to fucking target and exploit that. They're just going to keep throwing the ball at him. Why wouldn't you? He's going to be the fucking top three pick that we imagined. Uh, Joey's team, just a bad week, mostly around the board. His running backs were out. Uh, Jamal Williams out. Uh, Kenneth Walker out on a bye. Uh, it is what it is. The good news, Nakua and Cup can both fucking eat, dude, at the same time. At the same goddamn time, they can both fucking go off, and that's just how it's going to be. Um, CD Lamb, all of Dallas just got absolutely fucking destroyed. I wish, I wish that fucking Griff and H were here so that I could talk shit. They're frauds. We always knew it. We always fucking will. That's just life. Um, Swift, another good game. Gotta love that. Uh, I, I, I see a lot of upside, a, a lot of better days ahead of Joey, just bad week with buys and injuries. So be it. Next game. Uh, we got Abek 102.44 Griff 56.92. Uh, James Connor going down, going on IR for, you know, again, another, at least four week injury. That's just that's just life, man. That sucks. I hate it, especially since you already had Saquon out. You made the trade now, though, so I think that's a good move. I think that's a good move. Uh, you're still going to be down a running back, but so be it. So be it. That's just life. James Conner will get back eventually, right? Uh, you got rid of Debo, too, so there you go. And, and replaced him with a stud. Hawkinson is, I think, going to be the biggest winner from Jefferson going out. So I think that's going to be huge for you. He's going to absolutely ball out. Uh, The good news for Dallas defense, they do not have to play San Francisco again this year. I don't think, I don't fucking know, but I don't think so. So there you go. Uh, A a decent game from Abeg. Brees Hall turns out he absolutely fleeced Richards on that trade. Just, just like we had talked about. Brees Hall's back. I get it. Yes, it was against Denver, but dude fucking ate. He had 22 carries, 177 yards, and a touchdown. I'm not even going to look at his receptions. 31.4 fantasy points. Ridley, 22.6. Nika Collins, down league, 6.9. He'll be fine. He'll be back. Don't worry about that. You got Jonathan Taylor. 
Stevenson, I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but JT will take that spot over Keontae Mitchell. I still think he's going to be a guy. And uh, I mean, even with Kamara there, I still, I mean, uh, the Ravens running back situation, I think Keontae Mitchell, I, I had him on my radar and literally the week I was going to pick him up, I looked and Abeg picked him up the, that day before me. And I texted him. I was like, you son of a bitch. I can't believe you got him. I didn't think he was on anybody's radar, to be honest with you. Um, but he was, obviously, because Abeg is a competent manager. Um, Abeg, I still love this team. I don't know what's going on. It just hasn't all come together yet. It will eventually, I'm sure. You got an easy dub this week, though. Uh, congrats. Needed it. Always nice to get the dub. Next game, we got Bushy Beaver, Bryce, 180.52 against Walt, 176.32. Highest scoring game and a super competitive game. You don't get that very often. Usually whenever somebody puts up either of these scores, it's a huge blowout. But this is a tight game, uh, which is exciting and fun. Derrick Henry, 9.2 points, and you still put up 180? That's wild. That's wild. But, but, but with DJ Moore putting up 55, but he's gone now. Kittle, 27.7. Don't see that happening a lot. Uh, <laughs> he had three receptions for three touchdowns, so there that, that'll that tell you enough. Pickens, I still think – I don't understand why they don't just throw – why Seattle doesn't – why Seattle? Why Pittsburgh doesn't just throw it up to Pickens like 15 times a game? Dude is a stud. If you watch him play, he just goes off. He's just a man. Um had Zach Moss on your bench, uh, I would have started him over either of your running backs. I still don't understand that. I think you had him pretty much on your bench this entire time that he's been going off. Completely wasted him, but you traded him now, so who gives a fuck? Uh, good win. Great win, honestly. Uh, but you've got a whole different team now. you got a whole different team now. You lost DJ Moore. You traded away Pacheco. Uh We'll see how it turns out for you. TBD. Next game, we have JoJo, 90.4 versus Billy, 94.12. This was just tough all around. You hate to see it. JoJo, Aaron, I mean, Jones just, Aaron Jones just decided not to fucking play, I guess, right there at the last fucking minute. He could have started either of these other, he could have started Shark, could have started. Stafford, that wouldn't have really done it either. Anyways, brutal way to lose. Uh, Billy played defense by picking up Pete Taylor, but it didn't really make a difference. Uh, down week for Ayuk. Uh, down week for Ingram. Uh, and you had a lot of buys. Godwin, Elijah Moore, I mean, and DK. And then Jones obviously hurt. So Pittsburgh defense still put up 24 points for you, Congratulations, Billy. Way to get this win. It is not an asterisk win because he put in Abdullah. Had he not put in anybody, it would have been an asterisk win. But congratulations, Billy. You are now still tied for last. Uh, but you're not winless, which is big, which is big. Uh, Billy's team is is good, guys. Let's be honest. Uh, if we're not let, let, let's speak some truth here, and I will say Billy's team, when healthy, is good, I think. We'll see. Next game, Richards, 99.02 uh, versus the plan. Lee Pack, 119.14. Uh, 
Anthony Richardson, you just dropped him, I saw today, which I understand he's gotten hurt literally every fucking game so far this year. Got put on IR this time, though, so he's out for at least four weeks. I get it, but at the same time, I still – I mean, you got Goff. I don't know why you don't just – maybe Goff has a bye next week. I don't fucking know. But you did what you did. So be it. You traded Brees Hall. So be it. Um, Got Kamara. Kamara's doing well, so that's nice. Brian Robinson, eh, so, so weak. I still think you should have traded him at after those first, like, two or three weeks, but whatever. Uh, you had Mike Evans on a bye week, Rashad White on a bye week. Uh, San Francisco D. I don't know why the fuck you sat San Francisco's defense. That that that'll, that will never make sense. Uh, regardless of who they're playing, maybe like against the Eagles, but even then, you still play that defense. That defense is is all time. Anyways, big win for Lee Pack. Big game for Darren Waller. Meyer going off. Uh, gonna be nice to have Mozart for the next four weeks, whenever four to five weeks, however long A chain's out, because he's gonna fucking go off. I know Jeff Wilson gets back, but I still think Mozart's gonna be the dude there. So for the next four to five weeks, you're still very, very dangerous team to play. Uh, Herbert was out this week. And that was about it. Uh, don't know why you didn't. Well, no, you have Kieran Williams. Anyways, uh, good win. Way to go. That was the wrap-up of this week's games. Uh, in the books, week five, heading into week six. Uh, we are not halfway through the season. We will be next week. But we're getting to that point now where we're starting to, you know, see what these teams are made of, what what everybody's chops are. It's going to get interesting. I have a feeling that there's a lot of teams that are sitting at, you know, two and three that are really top top class teams, uh, maybe even a one and four team that, that should be at least in the top half. Uh, and that obviously is Tito once he gets Eckler back, not Billy. Um we got some three and two teams, and I think we got some frauds at four and one, including myself. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. As long as I keep playing defense, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, first game of next week, the big one, me versus Billy. This is this is what I fucking play this game for. This is what I'm in this league for, to fucking play Billy. I projected 117.6, Billy 125.2. Let's let's break it down. Okay. We've got Billy's got Hurts. I've got Fields. Uh he's playing the Jets D. I'm playing Minnesota. That's gonna be a shootout. They're both not well, the Jets D is good. Minnesota's uh, is a very beatable defense. I like my odds there, knock on wood. I'm knocking on my wood on everything I say here, just so we're all clear. Uh Tony Pollard for Mc, versus McCaffrey. Uh McCaffrey's playing Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland's D is legit. I mean, they lock down receivers and they uh they play solid, solid, solid run D. Uh, and then Tony Pollard versus the Chargers, who are very susceptible to the run. Uh, that could also be a high scoring game, which means more use, more catches. Uh, I like my odds there. Gibbs uh versus McLaughlin, I think is gonna be the guy that I end up starting. 
Yeah, yeah, it's going to be McLaughlin most likely. And uh, it's him versus Gibbs. Gibbs is questionable. Uh, so if Gibbs doesn't play, I guess it'll be Dalvin Cook for Billy. If it's Cook, I feel really good. If it's Gibbs, I feel like I can at the very least push that one. Uh, maybe not. Probably. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then next one, Tyler Lockett versus Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, obviously. Josh Palmer versus uh, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Uh, Laporte versus Ferguson, Laporta versus Ferguson, Laporta, obviously, uh, Judy versus Amari. It depends on if Watson's going to play or not. If Watson isn't going to play, I may have to make a move there, but I don't know yet. I'm still probably going to play Cooper. Uh, then I got Indy D. He's got Philly D, who again, they're playing the Jets. So that's a huge win for him. He's probably going to get uh, a nice little point spread off of that. Uh, kicker, his kicker's playing against Cleveland. Cleveland, again, that's tough defense. Uh, but it's San Francisco's kicker. So, yeah, sure. Fairbrand, I just picked him up this week. Houston's kicker. I really like his odds because, you know, they're going to struggle a little bit. But Stroud, us Stroud boys know that uh, he's going to deal, and he's at the very minimum going to get them fairly close to uh, field goal range. And Fairbrand's got a pretty good leg. So, I like that. I like that. I'm going to take me in this matchup. I really am. Uh, I think I think I handle business here. I think Billy goes to one and five, and I go to uh, five and one, which would be really nice. Uh, I'm going to talk a lot of shit, hopefully. Uh, if I lose, I'm going to lose like a man. I'm going to respectfully take my shit talking. But for now, fuck you, Billy. Next game, Parsons, projected 118.6 versus Tito, projected 110.7. Eckler is said he's 99% chance going to be back this week. You got to believe that. Hopefully, Roshan Johnson can play. If he can, he's going to be RB1 as well. Smith can't have a worse game than he did last week, so that's going to be nice. Metcalf could be back. Uh, Dalton Schultz, I uh, Oh, you picked up Dermercado, the Arizona guy, who they think is going to be the number one guy. Uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. I picked up uh, Ingram, so I'm kind of pulling for Ingram there. But TBD on that as well. Um, let's see. Decent quarterback matchup, Burrow versus Allen. I think Allen obviously takes it there. Then the running back situation is bad for Parsons. He's got Spears starting right now and McKinnon. Uh, he's getting an absolutely fucking throttled at both those running back positions. Jamar Chase, he's got to have a huge game. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. How are you projected? Oh, because I guess because Jamar Chase projected 180. Oh, and Josh Jacobs. Okay. Okay. Anyways, Jamar Chase versus Deontay Smith. Uh, that's going to be an interesting one. I think Jamar obviously has has the the huge advantage of I think they're just going to feed the shit out of him. Um, but Devontae Smith, I think they're kind of pissed. He's going to be pissed that he you know had one catch last game, so they're going to feed him a little bit too, try to make him happy. They've been feeding AJ for a while now, so I think Smith Smith has a comeback game next week, but still loses to Chase. Uh, Addison, this is where it gets interesting. Addison versus Metcalf. Addison, if he plays, he's questionable. If he plays, could be huge for this team. Could be absolutely huge. He will be wide receiver one, I would imagine. Uh, it'd be him and Hawkinson. So 
We'll see what happens there. Schultz versus Higby. Schultz got the advantage right now. He's got the hot hand. And then Josh Jacobs wins his flex against the DeMarcado, whatever the fuck his name is, guy. Uh, Baltimore D, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go with Shark Boy here. If Eckler plays and Roshan plays, Shark Boy by 10 plus, 15 plus. Um, next game, H versus Abeg. H projected 115.2, Abeg 107.1. Um, looks like, yeah, Love is out. So he's going to start Baker. H is going to start Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. He's playing Detroit. It's going to be a shootout. Why not? Uh, J- Lamar Jackson projected 21.8 here, and you're still only projected 107.1 points. What are you with? Oh, well, Jefferson went on IR. Ugh, gosh. Ugh, that's brutal, brother. I hate that for you. I really do. Uh, the good news is you've got Ridley and Nico Collins, and I think those two could be the guys. Um they could they, both of those guys are capable of having huge weeks. So, anyways, let's let's break it down. Lamar Jackson versus Baker. Uh, Lamar Jackson. He's playing the Titans too. So Lamar Jackson by 10. Um, you're gonna start Jonathan Taylor, okay? Versus Damian Pierce. I'm gonna give advantage Taylor if he actually is gonna be the bell cow this game. I don't know how long it's gonna take them to work him in. And then we've got Jerome Ford versus Brees Hall. Jerome Ford playing San Francisco, Brees Hall playing the Philly D. Both those defenses are hard. I don't know what's going to happen there, but Brees Hall is going to get fed, and Brees Hall's more talented back. So I'm going to go with him. Uh, Ridley versus Devontae Adams, who is, again, questionable. I'm going to go with Ridley there. I'm going to go with Ridley, especially with a questionable tag on Adams. Um, I don't know what the injury is, and I, I don't care enough to go look into it, but I'm going to go Ridley. Uh, and then Waddle versus Nico Collins. I'm going to go Collins. Um, is Musgrave out? Uh, he's projected zero points. So he might have to do something about tight end uh, Abeg. But him versus Tyler Conklin, I don't know why. I mean, yeah, if you can get somebody in there who can just get a couple of catches, you'll be fine. Uh, and then Flex, you have D-Hop versus Stevenson for Abeg, D-Hop for H. Uh, I'm going to give uh, D-Hop the uh, advantage there, advantage H on that one. Nola playing Houston, uh, Kansas City playing Denver. That could be maybe the biggest part of this game. Abeg has Kansas City's defense. They're playing Denver. That's 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 going to be interesting. Uh, shit. This is an interesting game. This is a very interesting game. Um What's your gut tell you, Hayden? What do you believe in? Depending on who Abeg gets for tight end, I'm going to go with Abeg here. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Abeg. No, yes, yes, I am. I'm sticking with it. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I, I'm going to be – it's all going to depend on him fucking, you know, being the guy and having the comeback game that I think he will have or comeback that I think he will have. Um, next game, Joey. Versus Bryce, Joey projected 132, 117.9. Holy shit, you're projected 132.5, Joey. That's insane. That's that's his whole starting lineup finally being in one week. Oh, gosh. Um, he's. I'll read his lineup here. Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, Swift, 
CD Lamb, Nakua, Mark Andrews, Cooper Cup, New England's D, and then Aubrey, Dallas's kicker, who's been, I think he might even be the number one kicker. Or he was. He's the number two kicker. They don't even have a picture for him. How embarrassing. Uh, anyways, huge game, I think, uh, for both these teams. This kind of separates them to being in the lower or top half of the league. Um, pretty interesting matchup. Tua versus Geno Smith. Tua, uh, Derrick Henry versus Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, Swift versus Barkley. Swift, uh, A.J. Brown versus CeeDee Lamb. I do think they're going to target Devontae Smith this game, try to make him a little bit happier uh, since A.J.'s been getting all the tosses. So... And it's the Chargers that Dallas is playing. So I think that's going to be a shootout. So I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb on that one. Uh, Nakua versus Debo. Nakua. Uh, Kittle versus Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. At, Tutu Atwell versus Cup. Cup. Uh, Jacksonville, who's playing Indianapolis, versus New England, who's playing Las Vegas. That's a push. And then kickers, I think Aubrey has the advantage here. Nick Volk, Tennessee kicker, playing Baltimore. I'm going to go Joey here. Uh, but uh, I think it's not going to be as close. I think he's going to – I don't fucking know. I think he's going to put up a lot of points here. I think he wins that game. Uh, next game, Griff projected 121.5 versus Dr. Frodesy. Uh Joannis projected 123.7. Let's break it down. Dak Prescott versus Trevor Lawrence. Um, Trevor Lawrence playing Indianapolis. Dak Prescott playing the Chargers. I think, again, that's going to be a shootout there. If Dak Prescott can limit his picks to, like, one, uh, I think he could win that matchup. Trevor Lawrence has been a little bit more than a disappointment this year. I was jagging off. I'm still jagging off. Still think this team's going to turn it around. Um, but uh, I, I take the shootout either way. So I think advantage probably – Probably Dak. I mean, again, I'm not looking at the defensive rankings here, so I don't know how good Indianapolis's secondary is, but I'm going to go with Dak. Um, next, Pacheco versus Robinson. Robinson, Bijan is a beast. He's so fun to watch. I love him to death. And then Montgomery versus Moss. I'm going to go Montgomery here. Moss, we're going to see what happens next week. This week's going to be interesting. I still think Moss is going to be the guy this week. But it's going to be a little bit more split carries. And then as the season progresses, next two to three games, I think Taylor takes over that role. Uh, but we'll see. Again, it's it's nobody really fucking knows. Um, so I'll go Moss. No, fuck no. I'll go Dave Montgomery there. Uh, and then T. Higgins versus Godwin. He's quest T. Higgins questionable. If T. Higgins plays, I think he's got the advantage there. Ayuk versus Moore. DJ Moore is going to go off. Hawkinson versus Ingram. Hawkinson's going to absolutely go off. Marquise Brown versus Christian Kirk. That's kind of a push. Dallas D versus Chargers. Atlanta versus Washington. Atlanta advantage there uh, for, for Joannis. Butlicker more than neither of those matter. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with if, if T. Higgins starts, I'm going to go with Griff. If T. Higgins does not, I am going to go with JoJo. Uh, I think DJ Moore has another monster game, though, so I kind of just want to go with Griff in general. But that's my caveat. Uh, next game, Walt, 128.2. Richards, 
four projections. Uh, let's break it down. Walt starting Sam Howe versus Atlanta. And then uh, Richards has Goff and starting Goff advantage there. Big time, in my opinion. Um, but Sam Howe had a good game last week. Uh, running backs, it's ETN versus Kamara. I think that's kind of a push. I mean, ETN went off last week. He's playing Indianapolis D. Kamara playing Houston's D. Um, but Kamara's getting so many catches. Maybe slight advantage Kamara there. RB2. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Nothing serious. Um, where was I? Oh. RB2, James Cook versus Rashad White. Advantage, James Cook. Uh, wide receiver one, Tyreek Hill versus Wilson. Garrett Wilson, advantage, Tyreek. Uh, Thielen versus Amar Amaran St. Brown. That's an interesting one. Uh, Thielen's been going off. I kind of almost want to go with Thielen here. But I'm not. I think that's a push. It, and I'm, uh, Amaran's questionable, too. So I'm going to go with Thielen on that. Why not? Why not? Uh, Goddard versus Komet. Komet questionable, though. But Komet went off last week. I really like to see that. Uh, and Goddard is so hit or miss. And, and But he's usually like an average eight-point guy. I'm going to go with Komet there. I, again, I think I think they're going to toss the ball up. Uh, they've been having a lot, a lot of success, it turns out, doing that for the past two weeks. Why not? I'll go with Komet. And then Pittman versus Evans. Evans questionable. Uh, it's, it's, uh, a Gardner Minshew fucking season. And let's see, I think, I think Gardner started week three for Indianapolis and he had 11 targets for Pittman, but I still think Mike Evans, huge advantage there. They're playing Detroit. That's going to be a shootout. They're going to have to put the ball up, but, uh, no, Mike Evans advantage there. But I'm still going with Walt here big. I think Walt destroys this game. Uh, so be it. Next game. Last game of the week. Lee Pack versus T. Rose. Lee Pack projected 122.4. T. Rose 122.9. But I have one, two, three, four, five questionable players on Lee Pack's team that are starting right now. Khalil Herbert or Justin Herbert. Uh, Olave, Myers, Waller, and Braxton Berrios. And then for T-Rose, questionable Miles, Miles Sanders, which again is is a, a moot point. Like, Miles Sanders might as well. I, he should retire, honestly. I don't know why they're doing this to him. Just retire, dude. You had a decent enough career. Kelsey, questionable, but I, I read somewhere that he is going to start. Fuck that guy. He almost tried to beat me last week with that bomb-ass ankle. But he didn't. He fucking didn't. Um, let's see. Let's break it down. Mahomes versus Herbert. Mahomes playing Denver. He could, they could decide to just go off against Denver and just throw for fucking 500 yards, or they could just run it with Pacheco, which seems like the more likely outcome. They'll probably, you know, let Mahomes score like three touchdowns, then just let Pacheco run the fucking clock out. So, big game, I think, coming for Pacheco. I don't remember what I said about that, but Madison versus Mossert on the running backs. Mossert, huge fucking advantage there. 
Monster, 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 monster. I don't fucking know, dude. Okay, I don't really give a shit. Keenan Allen, if he's back, Keenan Allen is back. So Keenan Allen, obviously by mile. Gabe Davis, fuck you. I need Gabe Davis to shut the fuck up. I need him to stop all this bullshit. Okay, I need, I need, I need Gabe Davis to chill the fuck out. So that Diggs can just go off and Kincaid can just go off. So if Gabe Davis could just fuck off in the corner for a while, that'd be awesome. Uh, him versus Myers. I'm actually going to give Davis, uh, Gabe Davis the uh, advantage there versus, versus Myers, which is kind of a little bit of a little bit of a shocker, I guess. Um, and then obviously Travis Kelsey versus Darren Waller, which could be more interesting than we think. I mean, the Kelsey injury, but Waller's also banged up. Uh, but obviously, you got to give it to Kelsey. Then Drake London versus Braxton Berrios. I think that's pretty much a, a, a push, honestly, which is kind of embarrassing for Drake London, or at least for Atlanta. Uh, Tennessee defense versus Baltimore. <clears throat> you might as well put them on your bench, dude. That's going to be a negative point game. T-Rose, don't do it to yourself. Uh, and then Buffalo D versus the Giants could be huge for Lee Pack. So depending, a lot of questionables in this game, depending on what's happening, if the players that are playing that are in the lineup play, I'm gonna give Lee Pack advantage here. And my I think Lee Pack takes this basically on the running back position alone. And then if his other guys can just put up steady performance, if Herbert can keep up a little bit with Mahomes or at least have a close enough game, uh, I think that can be big. Oh fucking Christ. God damn. That was that was a little bit exhausting. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, but we got through it, uh, super happy that we did it. Uh, the first solo pod, uh, I'm a little bit out of breath. Uh, I need some fucking water, but I don't have any around me. All I've got is a bottle of wine and I am drinking that, but it's, it's not the same. Oh gosh. Um, things that happened this week. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Archie's bandana is now 2-0 uh, for the Rebs. Uh, let's make it 3-0. Uh, not this weekend, but, you know, next weekend, whenever. Uh, signing off, Hayden Ward. I gave you everything I fucking had today. I put my whole goddamn heart and soul into this. Um, everybody have a great week. Best of luck in your games. Um, I love you guys. I love you guys. And, uh, I hope that I can be Billy, uh, because as we all know, obviously winning the league is number one for me. Um, but beating Billy is a close second. Uh, and especially if it can make him one in fucking five, that would be awesome. All right. Peace out, homies. Homies. My homies.
Welcome everybody to the wild, wild west A state that's untouchable like Elliot Ness The track hits your eardrum like a slug to your chest Back a vest for your Jimmy in the city of sex We in that sunshine state where the bomb ass him be The state where you never find a dance floor empty And pimps be on a mission for them greens Lean, mean, money making machines, serving fiends I've been in the game for ten years making rap tunes Ever since honeys was wearing Sassoon Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me Diamond shining, looking like a Rob Liberace It's all good, from Diego to the Bay Your city is the bomb if your city making pain Throw up a finger if you feel the same way Straight putting it down for California, yeah